All right. Welcome to the People of Culture podcast. We, the POC of the POC, are here to unpack everything culture because culture can literally be anything. And if you listen to last week's episode, yeah. 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 I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I had no idea it was going to be two hour plus. Oh my gosh. Plus. Of, and all of the smacking going on. <laughs> right? You might oh, good. now. You might still hear it. We we yeah. do snack. What are we snacking on? We do. Today? We're snacking on some lovely uh, Asian something salad. Okay. And chips. And but but and special mangoes. types of chips. Oh yeah, I guess so. They're 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 not regular. You know your regular white potato mm-hmm. chips. We've got yams and beets. Yeah. Or, and some or sort in, of purple yam. Right. Or in the Caribbean we call it provisions. There you go. So we have provisions. There you go. Fried provision <laughs> here for us. So in case anybody that is a tattletale uh, to our fitness goals, we are well on it, and we're also having yes. uh, watermelon mojitos, not yes. to be confused with real mojitos. Yes, this is a smoothie. Thank you. It's a smoothie. We're about the natural fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So, the, <laughs> so all of that. Yeah, no skittles today. Uh, right. Those uh, skittles those were, were good. good. Right. <laughs> They were so good. They were delicious. Mm-hmm. They were great. They were so great. All right. So yeah, that I guess that what, what that, do we recap about? That that basically covers the recap. Yeah, that was basically our recap. It was a mess of a of a situation last week. Right. I don't think we even had like a main point. No. So we were we were high. If you just want to get <laughs> you just listen to two people high for the first time. Yes. Talk nonstop. It was fun. Check it out. <laughs> It was fun. I get the hype. It lived up to the hype. It did. It It really did, did, actually. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I have to do that on, like, holidays or something. Right? That might be a thing for me. (laughs) Probably not, but I'm just saying. (laughs) It's very special. Right? All right. Yeah. So, uh, let's Mm -hmm. get into these lifesavers. All right. Oh, how was your week? No. (laughs) We're skipping. We are skipping things. Uh, Week was good. Week was fine. I got into words with friends. Oh. Finally, I'm only like what eight years late. What? Finally got on board. I got on words with friends like when it was hot for a moment, and mm-hmm. then I was just like, I was playing with my like ex's like family member. Wow. Yeah, they were really heavy into it. Like okay. they would come and like knock on your door, and be like, "Hey, you did it!" Come knock on the door. I was like, "I'm not gay." <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of, uh, it went out with the relationship. Well, there you go. So, yeah. you go. <laughs> so, I've downloaded it to my husband's phone because I finally got him to get on iPhone. Oh, yay. I forgot that this fool plays word games all the time. Mm-hmm. So, he's whipping out words I've never even heard of. Excuse and me? And I'm like, watch your mouth. And then he's going to trash talk me, like, the whole time. So, like we're in the, the house. Other, and right. he'll be like, you going to play yet? You take your turn yet? You can pass. You can pass if you want right. to. Right. Don't pick up that dictionary. <laughs> Put that dictionary down. Right. Quit Googling words. Mm-hmm. But even though I am. But whatever. <laughs> I need to win. So yeah, right. that was my week. How was your week? Um, my week was cool. Um <laughs> if you follow me on Facebook, but please don't. I got into it. A really interesting conversation because uh while we were at work, mm-hmm. I had a lady, um, that I didn't know that was not um, of my race asked me if my hair was real. Yeah. Asian woman. I did not know her from Adam. (laughs) So uh, I put up a 
uh, Facebook, like, I don't know how am I supposed to kind of, you know, go forward mm-hmm. and like, what, what, what should we as black women do when these types of things happen? Mm-hmm. I know, and, you know, people shared their, their viewpoints in it. It didn't get ugly, but it got a little heated. Okay. Uh, so I thought that was uh, that was really interesting part of my week. I yeah. felt like I, I felt like I had like I, all of a sudden I put it up there and I had like went back and I had twenty something on comments and I mean these aren't just like yeah girl comments right these are like paragraphs of people's experiences <laughs> right and references references and people are responding to one another mm-hmm. I like they were going so much faster than I could ever get to it by the time I got out people were like having conversations with one another and so that was really really um really interesting part Mm -hmm. of my week um other than that just kind of trying to live my life all right Mm -hmm. nice 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 yeah all right so we can jump into these lifesavers real quick yeah so i wanted to shout out claws oh my god the tnt amazing series oh my god I don't watch it on TNT. I definitely watch it on Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. Because um, I bought the series. That's how serious I am mm-hmm. about Gloss. But it's just the light of my summer right now. It's just so good. <laughs> so, so good. So good. Led by Niecy Nash. Check out Niecy Nash's interview with The, with Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Club. Oh my gosh. It's you, so good. If you don't love her, or if you already love her, you will love her more. You will love her more. After that mm-hmm. interview. And uh, it's just amazing to see a black woman be the lead for this series. And it's truly diversified. And a black a black woman on this what she said is the south side of forty mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. three, uh, pretty much adult children. Yeah, I mean, oh, not in the show though. Real life, not in the show finish. in real life. Yeah. yeah, which is still amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, as wonderful as Carrie Washington is, she was not the typical. I mean, she she's more. I mean, she was more so on the typical than Niecy Nash. Okay, women. you know, she was younger. She's very slim. Uh, <laughs> you know, so those types of things really uh, feed into the Hollywood acceptableness of black women. Okay. And Nisi is very different. That is very Nisi, different. Nisi, Viola Davis, you know, mm-hmm. to see these women who look like women we could we know. Right. Are just really, it's, oh man. Right. It's inspiring as fuck. <laughs> Good. Yeah. But so. the, this show, you need to catch it. The characters alone. Oh my god. They're supposed to be out of Miami. I don't. No, not Miami. Florida. No, Palmetto. Whatever that. Which, wherever that which is. Which is the? It's the Panhandle. It's like it's that random. It's Fort Walton Beach. Oh, the imaginary place. The imaginary coast. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. It's the Gulf area. The Gulf area of mm-hmm. Florida. Yeah. But they're just as ratchet and street as you want them to be. They're mm-hmm. all nail technicians. And they nails. They do. They I make me want to go out and get nails. <laughs> At least the press-on. Because apparently she just said that, oh, she was like, yeah, we don't do that. We their press-ons. Well, really yeah. good press-ons. It was killing their nails to change it like all the time mm-hmm. for every little thing. Mm-hmm. So press-ons definitely would be easier on, right. the, on your nail bed and everything. Mm-hmm. But the show just gets in it. They're dealing drugs. Right. They've got to deal with crime. They got to deal with people trying to murder them. They try to murder people. You got to deal with like the subtle racism. (laughs) And not so subtle racism. And not so subtle racism. Like, how do we talk to Desna? It's just crazy to me. Right? Just 
First of all, yes, the Dixie Mafia. What what you gonna expect? I didn't know they were real. That's a that's a real thing. No, oh, yeah. I didn't know this. Until welcome, the show. welcome to the South. Honey. <laughs> it's the Ku Klux Klan went into the government. The Dixie Mafia went into the illegal. Side. I see. So they're I just cu- they're cousins. I <laughs> they're cousins. All right. The only reason why the Ku Klux Klan have to cover their faces because they work for the government. Right. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. Dixie Mafia don't mm-hmm. care. Makes sense. They don't work for the government. Makes sense. No, they don't got burn cross so they come tell you in your face. <laughs> but yes, if you want a female empowerment TV series, Woo! this is it. Amazing. 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 It. Hilarious. Murdery. Murdery. Want to see some good looking guys naked all the time? Yes. Click on it. All of wow. it. Wow. It's a lot of that. <laughs> There's a lot of it. Let me tell you, these people, and they're good actors. What's his name? Is uh, the doctor? Yeah, I am really Doctor Hank or, yeah. or Doctor Gregory, the Haitian doctor. No, 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 no. you're not a doctor. <laughs> He's not a doctor. I'm talking about the actual doctor, Doctor Hank. Yes, with right. the pills. He is her. <laughs> what? Yo, homie is. He's giving me like that whole scene. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going on a tangent here. Yeah, but. That whole scene where he, um, they're getting ready to film a commercial, mm-hmm. and it gave me uh, Robin Williams vibes in um, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire when they're changing his look over okay. and over again. Okay. Like, just that whole change, like, ah, oh, yes, I'm here to give you, <laughs> we no pain. Actually, I'm here to tell you. And then he's like, "Yeah, what about the pain?" <laughs> like it was just, oh my god, it was just so good. I I felt like I was watching. I felt like Robin Williams like jumped out in front of the screen. And I, right. Rest in peace. Uh, he was my, he was my fave. So, aww, that guy. Yeah. I look. I I would love to work with him now. Like now, I gotta find out what his name is. He's great. <laughs> I want to be on Claws. Okay, I'm speaking right. that into the universe. We right. gotta start speaking things. Into yes, the I want to be on Claws. So now you have to say, Joe. <laughs> no, I don't want to be. So that's no. okay. I say I want you to be. On Claws. Oh yes, I want. To, I want <laughs> Shay to be on Claws. Mm-hmm. They film in Louisiana. Oh, that'd be cute. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And you could mosey on down and mm-hmm. film at um. Oh, on Queen Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just to even it out. Oh no, that's just that's too much. Have you <laughs> watched the last couple? I, I, I no, I have not. <laughs> so I have not. I've so taken a I, little break. I, there is one spoiler. Oh, that okay. I feel like I must tell you. Spoilers don't scare me. What's Listen, going on? So, so um, you know what's his name? Is a horrible man. Okay, He's cheating on Charlie, uh, with that, with whoever the lady was, the husband. Okay, yes. So all of a sudden, the husband tells Micah mm-hmm. that um, he has a sister, a squizman, and Micah's sixteen. Yeah, the sister's thirteen. What? Oh, and wow! And so he's talking about how important family is and everything like that because the mother of the child died within that month, just then. What? So he's going to be going back to LA to take care of the child. And so he has to go and tell, he tells Charlie, and of course, it's, you know, what? Tyler Perry tears. Of it's, course. Of it's course. It's a very serious thing. And, and I was just course. like, this man, I wanted to, I was about to throw my drink. I was like, this nigga, <laughs> he ain't no good. He ain't no good. He just threw him in the garbage. My mom was just like, hey, you know, I think he's a good person. He just have a problem. 
No, he's... He is trash! Yeah, he's mad trash. Mad trash. He straight up abused that other woman. Mm -hmm. Cheated on Charlie. Cheated on Charlie. Had a whole baby. A whole baby he's been taking care of. Because she was like, so you have been taking care of her this whole time? Right. Because she's looking back at all the videos of all of them being on the... She was like, and he, you know, he's like, I just love my wife and my son. No, this is my family. And da 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 da. Mm -hmm. And... That's you know, she insane. just feels like, I mean, yeah, we get a divorce because of this, but, like, the whole freaking thing is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. This whole time. Any of them never try and get back with Charlie there for a little bit, like. I was low-key, like, I'm like, well, maybe she should go back with her. No. He ain't no, this man ain't no good, bro. No. I almost threw my drink at this elevator. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, that's the worst. I'm like, yo, you ain't no good. Ain't no good coming from you. Just ain't no, you, Darla, just, oh. Darla, uh, Darla. See, I have more sympathy for Darla than I do. They just found out that the baby's not his. Well, we knew, I, see, again, I thought yeah. we all knew, and I haven't watched the second well, season. I thought we all knew that he wasn't well, with his faces. Well, th it, was, it was rumored, but he went and got the DNA test, and so all of them are in their life. He was like, it don't change nothing. It don't change nothing. And but I, th just... I thought we all knew he was a Ralph Angels. I thought we mm -hmm. all knew this already. No. Confusion. I mean, that's awful. And you know, Aunt Vi, she came to came to drop off the baby by Aunt Vi. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, Miss Vi. And she just walked up. Yeah, I mean. And Hollywood, go back to what he doing and take the baby. In. Like, okay, Blue, tell me about the right? Aquarius. I mean, Vi was looking for a reason to not like her. And there you go. No, she, but she had really tried and fixed the whole relationship and everything. I don't think she minute. fixed it. I think she stopped trying to be petty about it I right do that she stopped being petty she did about try it, but, but she was but like no because she was gonna do their wedding and everything like that oh you remember? she was helping pay for it and gonna cater it and everything like that mm -hmm. and then come and find out the bit girl you could have told us that though my but, thing is. i don't know like see for me i have a little more sympathy for darla she was dealing with her addiction mm -hmm. the whole blue she's mad young Plus, Blue is like five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten, however old Blue is right now. Right. So she's held this lie this entire time. Like, I I understand being like, I don't know when would be a good time to be like, and yeah. Now that they gained everybody's trust, Blue is not Ralph Angels. Yeah. I wanted to be honest. Like, it would, I, I mean, she still should have said something, right. but... She's got more. I have more sympathy for her than I do Charlie's whack ass husband. So yeah, no, all of them are like horrible people. They're all <laughs> like absolutely t rash. Okay, but yeah, but yeah, this was supposed to be a shout out to Claus. So shout out to Claus. Yes, Claus is amazing. Shout out to Claus. Shout out to Claus. And real quick, I want to shout out Miss Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, you may know her as Jane the Virgin. Yeah, what she do? She recently made some news because mm -hmm. she is taking her entire like Emmy nom budget. So most TV series, mm -hmm. they usually have a budget just towards advertising, especially mm -hmm. when the Emmy season is about to come up, so that Emmy voters mm -hmm. see these commercials and are like, "Oh yeah, I should check out this show." Maybe yeah. they'll get my vote. So rather than run that campaign, she's like, let's give it to somebody who actually needs it. Uh huh. She's going to sponsor an undocumented uh -huh. girl who recently got into a prestigious college, uh -huh. uh, Princeton. And so she's basically going to give her all of her, all the monies, 
all the monies to cover her full four years at Princeton University. So she doesn't have to worry about that burden, that financial burden. Wow. And get what her studies done. That's amazing. There's not a whole lot of detail on the girl, which I think is great. I'm yeah. glad that she's not like, and her name is. Yeah, and this is the Well, that, that, and I'm concerned about, like, any type of press towards that. Mm. Because now they're going to be at Princeton looking for people who's undocumented. You right. Know? Right. And so I really want, I, I hope they can document her. That's what I want. That's mm-hmm. what I want. I don't right. want you to stay undocumented. Right. I feel like that that space that space just really isn't good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it sucks what's going on, but like I I would like for you guys just just document them. What's the right. matter? What's the matter? Right. Well, apparently people don't want to do that. Get the paperwork. Go they on. got all kinds of rules and regulations and whatnot about whatever, whatever, and, whatever. And that's why we have the issue that we do with the military marrying people that they don't know. Don't like. <laughs> I don't think that leads <laughs> to the military marriages. What I'm but saying, I see your point. <laughs> you see where I'm going with it. I do. I People see People getting the married for papers. True. That it, does That's happen. not okay. I don't that think that's ever happen. good. But that happens a lot. I mean, um, there's a whole TV series about it. Yeah. Married in 90 Days. Yeah, Married in 90 Days. Being a, a male bride. Is that what they call it? Yeah. yeah. Something. A mail-ordered bride. That one. Well, you basically run down, and a lot of it comes out of Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, so Trump yeah. approves of those. That's well, how he got Melania. You, yeah, well, so, well, Europe, and it's heavy Middle in the, um, not Middle East, but... Um, I was going to say, people South, are, are what? <laughs> South, South America. Okay. It's big in South America, and um, I, saw, I saw that documentary, I think they were in the Philippines, guys. So, it was one of those... It was one of those 90 Day Fiancés, and it, uh, like that whole episode was like three men all with uh, three Filipino wives. Oh, wow. That they had never met before. I don't know. It's just, and it seemed all pushed. And then they, the thing is, they now they make you, um, they go in with the with the sexually transmitted disease test. Wow. And they make them take it like in the, in the hotel rooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like you see, some are like okay, and then some are like, "How dare you, so long as you're making me do this." <laughs> oh no! But you know, my thing is, I think both of y'all should take it. Absolutely. No, I don't think you need to For be coming safety. in. Just yeah, I think you need to be safe too. Shoot, the heck! But still, that's whew, that's I a lot think, of stuff. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, if if he's gonna do that kind of life, you know, everybody need to be safe if you want to live to see the next true <laughs> or your next marriage or true, according true. to. Um, the lady from class. <laughs> <laughs> According to the lady. According of to the lady from class, it never hurt. It never uh, extramarital affairs never hurt uh, anything. Just ask her. <laughs> just ask her three husbands. Yeah, no, maybe they were into that polyamory. Yeah, no. Yeah, Look. no. Okay, full circle. See that? See how I plugged it back in? That was great. See? That was See? amazing. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm picking up tips. We're and tricks. picking up things. Things are happening. <laughs> all right. So you have any more shoutouts? Nope. That's all I got. We'll mm-hmm. be moving on to Shay Nanigans. Mm-hmm. Right after this. Hey, it's Shay Cherie, and if you're looking for something funny to see on the internet, check out Shay Cherie Show on everything: Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat. Make sure you check out Shay Cherie Show. All right, so we are here in Shenanigans. What's going on, Shay? Woohoo! So in Shenanigans, you know we do the warm up. So today's warm up is 
Which movie is your life most like? <laughs> okay, okay, yes. So, you know, I love the movies, yes. we love the shows, we love being theatrical, and so I've always felt like I'm in a walking movie sometimes. I okay. don't know if anyone else feels like that. Okay. You know, life is but a stage. We all have our entrances and exits. <laughs> okay. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Who has Shakespeare on the edge of their tongue? <laughs> Okay. All right. So we're going to, Joe's going to be doing this. I have done this uh, quiz already, so I'll share my um, my results at the end. But Ooh. let's see what Joe's got going on. All so right. here, question number one. Only six questions in this one. Nice. Graduation is coming soon. Okay. What is your biggest fear? Okay. One, I have no fear. I can't wait to graduate. Mm. Two, how will it affect my relationship with my boyfriend slash husband slash whatever? Slash husband. Number three, being so far away from my best friend. Oh, oh, that's it. Those three. Yeah. Okay. It's, so if I'm being completely honest, mm-hmm. my worry at the end of graduation was definitely the boyfriend line. Okay. All right. So we're doing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Describe your best friend. My boyfriend is my best friend. <laughs> we argue a lot, but always make up in the end. Mm-hmm. She's kind of ditzy, but always there for me. Mm-hmm. That last She's, one's kind of backhanded. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's also the one I'm going to go with. What? She kind of did see, but... Okay. And I'm tired. Shout out to my sister. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Okay. After school, you typically mm-hmm. are at home probably on the computer. After school? I am in my 30s. Two, so we all <laughs> well, thinking about the time. Okay. Two, hanging out with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Slash husband, slash whatever. Three, watch TV with my best friend. So it's after school and what am I doing? Mm-hmm. What was the first one again? Um, at home, probably on the computer. That one. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. What is your biggest dream for the future? Mm-hmm. One, settling down, getting married, and starting a family. Mm-hmm. Two, landing my dream job. Three, being famous. Two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Landing my dream job. Okay. Do you have your own car? Yes. It's old, but it's reliable. Okay. Yes. But I normally hitch a ride with my parent or my boyfriend slash husband slash whatever. No, I pretty much walk everywhere. I like how it's phrased like you're in high school. Yeah. But they also add slash husbands. Yeah. No, I'm adding slash husbands. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) So probably the first one. I had a car. It was old. But but it's reliable. Okay. What did you do last weekend? Mm -hmm. Went dancing with my friends. Mm-hmm. Went to a party. Mm-hmm. I'm doing party because they have an exclamation point. <laughs> went shopping, read a book, and relaxed. Ooh, it was probably when dancing with my friends. Okay, cool. All ages club, San Diego. You know who you are. <laughs> Your life is like super bad. That's the answer. <laughs> what? Wow. You love to laugh, hang around, <laughs> grab life by the horns, just like the guys in Super Bad. Mm-hmm. Seth and Evan may have potty mouths, but they also have strong friendships that can survive any argument, even the ridiculous stupid ones that have they, they have in the movie. Your life mirrors the movie because you are just doing what you have to do to get by mm-hmm. and attacking every situation head on. Interesting. Do the same in your life, but perhaps without all of the swirl, swearing and fighting. <laughs> so, mine's was Twilight. <laughs> Because I, you're dramatic. I can see that. Yes. I guess. And I I'm just, 
apparently I'm like really moody or something and I'm really focused on my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds completely crazy, but interesting. Well, that was our warm up today. Nice. Where did this quiz come from? 17. Okay. Okay. I was like, huh? Context. Wow. So this was hilarious. Yeah. Superbad was a really funny movie, though. It was? I'll take it. Yeah. You haven't seen Superbad? I don't think I have. I don't think you'd like it. So it's very much like lowbrow humor. Okay. That's true. I wouldn't like it. It's a lot of body parts and body noises. Oh. Yeah. Which is up my alley for humor, but, you know. Probably not. It doesn't take much for me to laugh. Yes. Right. <laughs> no, I understand. Also, I grew up around a bunch of white people. So, yeah. Just to give you guys that background as well. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Exactly. Okay. okay, so we're warmed up. We so are. let's get to the boosh. <laughs> <laughs> so today I'm I'm now affectionately calling uh, uh what I'm doing today the um pop culture colder sack. Yeah. Cause basically we're going in fucking circles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Good tag. Good yes. Tag. We're just we're at a freaking dead end at this point. Um Let's start off with actually one of the lighter things. Okay. Unfortunately, this is the lighter thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's we're t- we're talking about uh, Melania Trump's um, fashion choices. Yeah, stop shop. Melania Trump uh, recently, or first lady, as some people decide to call her, mm-hmm. um, is going to the Mexican border to quote unquote. See what's going on herself, right? Um, because we were all like, you know what needs to happen? Melania Trump. Melania on the front lines. We need to drag her from her tea and crumpets with the Spanish queen. Yeah. Um, to see what's really going on. All right. Just. Just. Right. So she is on her way down to um. To Mex to the Mexican uh, Texan border, and um, as she's boarding the <laughs> the plane, she's wearing a um, a jacket from Zara. According according to Zara, it is a last season thirty nine dollar. <laughs> I love when that. I say I cracked up. I was like Zara is so shady. <laughs> I don't know why they had to put that. Last season. Uh-uh. I mean, in bold. <laughs> Last uh-uh. season. Third, like, off. this is rack. Right. We did not start putting this out. Right. So, now. basically, that and the same thing. And I also feel like it was um, shade because it's like, Melania Trump can't get new season stuff. Right. She reached back in the back right. to get this one and said, this is what right. I'm about to wear to put on. Exactly. Um. So, she put that on. And um, the jacket says, I don't really care, do you? And she's boarding the plane. Press everywhere. Staffers everywhere. Blown up now. And it's not a small jacket. No. It's not a jacket that comes to her waist. No. This is a trench. It's a trench. It's a trench. Yeah, it's a trench jacket. Okay? And she's wearing this jacket to go onto the plane. I don't really care, do you? All right. Blown up. Now, the problem I have really is with the response. Mm-hmm. Her staffer says, it's just a jacket. She wasn't thinking about anything. Mm-hmm. How? 
<laughs> I was like, what <laughs> is happening? What's going on here? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Yo, Apple Watches are possessed. <laughs> They're freaking me out right now. Anyway, so <laughs> she, she's boarding the plane. She's boarding the plane, and it says this. No one says anything until people are like, it's blowing up everywhere. Basically, she's going to the Mexican border, and she don't give a shit. Right. That's, that's how it comes off. Right. And the response from the staff is, it's just a jacket. She wasn't thinking about it. However, uh, 45 decided to say, well, she's saying that she doesn't really care about the media. Right. Now, Melania did not say that. Right. I personally don't think she talks. <laughs> so, Agreed. Uh, I don't really think that she speaks. So, so crazy. Because she probably, really, what I take from it is she don't care about none of this. She just wanted to marry a rich guy and be rich. Right. She didn't want to be nobody. First lady, she don't want to do nothing. And so that's how I pretty much took it. Right. But on on the other hand, like, I mean, I just think about if Michelle Obama went up there and wore anything with anything, any type of writing on the back of anything, it would she would have been dragged through the mud. Right. right. Another example of the inequality that is rampant in the Western world. Yeah. I don't say in America, the Western world. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure... That plenty of other places on this side of the pond have that same ideology. Mm. If it was Michelle Obama doing that same thing, Mm -hmm. so yeah, shout out to all of that trash. Um, Next thing, I only have three on here. (laughs) This one is um, these two are kind of funny to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna start (laughs) with the lighter one. So. Apparently, young Trump staffers in D.C. are having a hard time dating and socializing because most of this city loathes them. Okay? All right. Uh, <laughs> this was this was in Politico. Mm-hmm. Politico says one belingered, a thirty-one-year-old female administration official described her at length her very very frequent scraps with her matches on dating apps. <laughs> you do the small talk thing, she says, and you have a very good conversation. And then they might say, you didn't vote for Trump, did you? (laughs) As soon as I say, of course I did, it devolves into an all caps. How could you be so racist and bigot? (laughs) All caps. My favorite part of that is all caps. And you're going to take away your own birth control? (laughs) In one recent star-crossed exchange, the official told a match she worked for the federal government. When he pushed, she revealed that she was in the administration. Mm-hmm. She asked her, he asked her, do you rip babies from their mothers when you send them to Mexico? <laughs> Evasive questions will get you only so far, though, since many dating apps provide enough information for inquisitive users to sleuth out your match's identity. I literally got the other day, she said, thanks, but no thanks. Just Googled you, and it says that you're a mouthpiece for Trump administration. Go fuck yourself, says the official. <laughs> <laughs> it's all enough to drive her and her colleagues away from at least some of these dating apps. Ooh. I'm no longer on Bumble, she says. <laughs> and to that, I have to say, oh, in the words of future, I'm good, love. Because, <laughs> listen, 
I mean, what what do you expect? Like seriously, that that's that's your real problem. Why don't you all date each other if that's the case? Just date each in other. In this area, in this city, in DC, you surrounded by blue states. Like, okay, you're in the wrong place. Go to Kentucky and find you a boot. Go to go to West Virginia. If you can find somebody mm. with a full set of teeth, enjoy. Mm-hmm. No shade of West Virginia, but you know. Right. All of that. That is hilarious. Find one of the coal miners that's sitting out there waiting for Trump to bring back coal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, Marry right? Because he was jokers. supposed to be doing that as right. well. Right. Marry one of them jokers, okay? I mean, on the one hand, I understand. You're trying to find somebody who's going to like you as a whole person and not just your political leaning. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, uh, what did that guy say? Uh, quote, unquote, fuck you. Yeah. You a mouthpiece for the Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. She, so, should, she should get on Patreon. Yeah, have you heard of Patreon? No. It it made news because it's an anti-feminist dating app. Okay. So they didn't want any liberal-minded, loud and proud feminists. They're looking for you know the more classic what? 1950s. Uh, she should know her place type of woman. Okay. You know. You but know? The, but the, but if she's gonna have a job, she's a DC staffer. She can't it's be at home she, and make. She can have a job stuff. until we get married, and then. <laughs> you know, just like the 1800s, you gotta quit all no, that. No, their conservativeness has a has a has a cap. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, that has a cap. You know, right. she could date uh, Republican people. Meet right. that's an app. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's maybe that's a thing. She could do that. That's I, a thing. You you want these these good hearted people, and then you do trash stuff like i don't understand be be with the people that are like you there's plenty of dc staffers that probably work for the administration yes or if not you i'm sure you know lobbyists Mm -hmm. who are also for pro this administration Mm -hmm. i'm deal with them but you probably not want to date anybody in the administration because you know job security anyway (laughs) you know hey yeah so the dice right they're very interesting Okay. <laughs> and last but not least, let's move over to the true mouthpiece of uh, the Trump administration. If the person you would want to be on your side, if you committed a murder in front of them, they would definitely be on your side and say, I didn't see anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, there was blood splattered on me, but that could be any blood. I had a paper cut the other day. That's just crazy. <laughs> I had a favorite. AKA Sarah Sanders. I will definitely be What's putting up, her girl? in the corner if I committed a crime in front of her. <laughs> Apparently what happened to Sarah Sanders is, and this is what she tweeted directly from her official White House uh, Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Last night I was told by the owner of Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia to leave because I work for POTUS and I politely left. Her action says for more of, far more about her than me. I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully, and will continue to do so. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, I believe the person who uh, owns the Red Hen decided to also um, have something to say in response to, um, to just that. Uh, also, I find it interesting that just a few years ago, the same situation happened to Joe Biden and mm-hmm. everyone is just, and the Republican mm-hmm. side was like, it is their right to refuse service to whoever that they choose. Right. 
However, on this side, now they are also going to the Red Hen and leaving crazy Yelp reviews, uh, plunging the mm -hmm. ratings. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of celebrities are reaching out and saying that please, um, you know, go out and write as many reviews about them as possible. Some of the reviews uh, read that, hey, I, I'm a military member and I work for the president. Does that mean that I can't come to your restaurant? Uh-huh. Because petty. People. Because petty. The military is completely different than being the speaker for the president. Those are different things. One is a privately owned <laughs> business. Right. One, the other is... One you, know, you interviewed for this job. You don't know who's ever going to be the president when you're in the military. <laughs> right. Okay. Not only that, yeah, but you're you, not going to be the president for 20 odd years right. in the service. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds insane. Serving mm -hmm. your country is completely different than serving the president. Yes. Yeah. You, you know, yes, you, you're a commander-in-chief, quote-unquote, just like, you know, the Queen of England mm -hmm. is, is yes, is over the military <laughs> and can discharge it at any time. But you will never meet this commander-in-chief for the most part. Right. Likely, you'll never meet them. You'll never have any real communication with them. You're just going to really talk to the person that's, you know, in your command at the time. Right. And sometimes those are hard to get to, too, of what I heard. So, <laughs> right. I, I just I find that argument to be very, very. Uh, it it doesn't upset me because it just sounds like ignorance. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know what what are your thoughts on like when people say, "Well, I work for the president because I'm in the military." And... No, I a I've never <laughs> heard anybody say, "Well, I work for the president because I'm in the military." I have I've yet to hear that. Um, <laughs> B. <laughs> well, just check out the Red Hen's Yelp reviews and you'll see just that. I just have more questions because, again, A, I don't... It's, I've heard that argument. We times. haven't seen a huge insurgence of new people coming through because of this president. We have seen a, lot, a huge insurgence of people getting out early. Yes. <laughs> and being like, fuck this. I don't want to take it anymore. Do you want the car? No. Right? Yes. I'm yeah. moving tomorrow. Yeah. Seen way more of that. Right. So, Leaving all the benefits on the table. Yeah, no. But it's also, you know, Yelp pettiness. I mean, anybody, anybody in your mama can go on to Yelp, create as many accounts as you mm -hmm. want, and just go ham on these comments because of however you feel. Right. This is going to change by next, by Tuesday. Right. Like, it's not, it's not even going to be the biggest thing. Right. I, it's, I mean, kudos to this this business knowing. They had to have known. Like, okay, we didn't want to support this. Mm -hmm. We don't want anybody. We don't want any kind of ties to this particular person. Mm -hmm. We know there's going to be a backlash. She's right. a huge face right. for this administration. But we're going to hold still to this. So, I mean. Yeah. Kudos to the business, especially when you're working in customer service. Mm -hmm. That's a huge risk. It's That's a huge, a huge step. I mean, I have to say, I, I thought that was, woo, yes, that was a big, that was a big step, yo. But also, kudos to you. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I thought that. But was also, funny. honestly, Sarah Sanders, honestly, mm -hmm. work girl, we got to do all this. Okay. She's she's to pieces about a restaurant. And then between that and the, the secretary, I believe, mm -hmm. Homeland Security being pushed out of the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> that was <awesome. laughs> I mean, 
in DC is in a friggin' state. The DMV area is so interesting right now. Like, oh my gosh, like that must suck. That you, no, hey, everyone hates you outside of the four walls. <laughs> yes, that you are in, and then like as soon as you step out, you're just Woo! like, all right, I'm gonna let my hair down. Let's right. go get some mojitos. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, everybody hates me. That's right. Right. Like, I can't even get started. I'm just really, I'm starting, I can't wait to just hear people, because this is what's probably going to happen next. Like, I'm walking out, and it's just like, um, when Betsy DeVos mm-hmm. said that her um, going to these schools and getting protested against is just like um, when the uh, um, Brown versus Board of Education and the child was going to school. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Way okay. to be dramatic, Betsy. <laughs> Not Way even dramatic. You're incorrect as hell. You're, <laughs> complete, you're completely incorrect. Nonstop. So um, I'm waiting to hear her say, well, this is just like when, you know, uh, the Freedom Riders were being pushed out during sit-ins. <laughs> no, girl, no. So that is it for my pop culture cul-de-sac. Uh, and we're going to be heading over to Curvy Geeky Fangirl in just a moment. All right. <laughs> Bye. Hey there, lovelies. This is Joe, a.k.a. the Curvy Geeky Fangirl. And if you want more Curvy Geeky Fangirl, you can find me all over the place, like Instagram, Twitter, my own podcast, fanbros.com, and, of course, my website, curvygeekyfangirl.com. All right, so we are moving into Curvy Geeky Fangirl Corner, mm-hmm. and I wanted to start off this corner with the biggest hit this weekend, which was Luke Cage season two, Woo-hoo. which dropped on Netflix on Friday, mm-hmm. and of course I binged it. You've watched the whole thing. I've watched all thirteen episodes. Oh my god, it is amazing. So really? Luke Cage, Luke Cage season one, I also loved, mm-hmm. and and we broke Netflix server for trying to watch that oh, season. Wow. So. There you go. Mm-hmm. But so, uh, okay, I'm going to say his name wrong again. Chio Hadari Coke. Yep. The, uh, the showrunner. Yeah. Did a great job. It, it feels like he learned lessons from the first season. Mm-hmm. MCU, Netflix MCU series are known to have pacing issues. So, like, <laughs> it'll go strong for, like, the first, almost like the first six to eight episodes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it feels like you're in a whole new season of the show. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely like that in the first season. Like they did a really good job with Maharshal Ali playing Cottonmouth. As soon as Cottonmouth died, it was like, oh, so the series is done. And then it was like, no, just kidding. There's like five other episodes of nonsense. Right. But in this one, I mean, you still feel the pacing issues. It still gets to like episode eight and you're like, oh, we're done. And then you're like, oh, we're not. But it's not as jarring this this season, mm-hmm. so I'll give it that. They touch on a lot of topics this season. Spoiler alert: mm-hmm. you're gonna deal with age gap romances. You got mm-hmm. Alfred Woodard's character fully tonguing down a very much younger man mm-hmm. throughout a lot of more than one throughout the series. You you're dealing with. Um, with homosexuality, when you're dealing with black men, especially Latin men, and what that means, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, when you are two people who they call it gay for the state, when you both did time in prison and you kind of coupled up, no. and now you're both out and free, and what that means exactly. Mm-hmm. There's a whole conversation between two characters that, like, I was just like, I was a, I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. B, they just handled it 
so nicely. Oh, like the okay. emotions were real. Mm-hmm. They didn't belittle it. They didn't make it like some super dramatic. Right. They didn't make it super dramatic. They didn't make it super over the top. It, it felt real. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, everything else they're dealing with with Luke Cage. So mm-hmm. you have the superhero stuff. You're dealing with his regular like big bad of the day. Shout out to the guy who's playing Bushmaster though, who I should probably look up his name for. But the guy who plays Bushmaster is doing an amazing job. And I didn't see how, or Mustafa Shakir, I didn't see where they were going with that mm-hmm. particularly. Usually, especially in comics, your bad guy is basically the exact version of your hero, just doing all the bad, bad decisions. Stuff. Yeah. But with this guy, he has the same strength as Luke Cage. He's got the same, nearly the same, almost indestructibleness of Luke Cage. But you don't disagree with his reasoning. It very much felt like they took a page out of Black Panther and chose somebody who went through this terrible, terrible ordeal. And that was the lesson he took from it was like, nobody's going to help me but me. So I'm going to be the one who takes care of it. And I, it was, it's great. So when you get, if you get a chance, Shay, I you should definitely it. check into it because they definitely go hard in on, on, on Jamaica history. They talk about <sighs> the, Maro- the Maroons, the Maroons. Oh yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. the resistance. So there's a theme mm-hmm. about being Jamaican and being resistant and just difficult. Yeah, well, but <laughs> that, but also like I'm not gonna take I'm yeah. not gonna take the shit lying down. I'm well, I'm going hard. Them and Haitians are are. Uh, no, I'm saying like seriously, like they're mm-hmm. known to do that. I mean, Haiti had a whole freaking revolution. Okay. Well, so they touch on apparently British. Uh, people were trying to like, you know, do a slavery game over there in Jamaica. I mean, there was slavery in Jamaica. There was J- slavery <laughs> in Jamaica. But they talk about like a group of people that were like, no, we ain't being slaves today. went to the mountains and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That whole thing. So yeah. they talk about that. And then they even show his life in Jamaica. So you see him in Jamaica as a kid mm-hmm. watching all of these uh, atrocities happen. Well, they don't show like the atrocities of his everyday life, but they mm-hmm. show what it's like ver- being a tourist in Jamaica versus living in Jamaica. Oh, so you yeah. see people like just living it up at like the resorts, mm-hmm. and then you see his real life outside of that resort, yeah. and you see how his family gets treated by other black people who were visiting him or visiting the island. Yeah, and and you see the setup. You see why he's like, "Fuck all these people! I'm murdering whoever I got to murder to avenge my family." And you're kind of like, "Do it." Do what you gotta do. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's really good. So shout out to you, Mustafa mm-hmm. Shakir. He killed it. He did a really good job with it. And I also mm-hmm. wanted to shout out, um, so they introduced a character, a daughter for Alfred Woodard's character. Mm-hmm. Alfred Woodard's character plays a girl, or she plays a woman named Mariah. Mm-hmm. In the comics, she's known as Black Mariah because 70s mm-hmm. power man because ridiculousness. Of, and because you, if you're black, you must okay. black. Well, so they, so, to, uh, I can't say his name ever, but Hadari Coker, to his credit, he managed to flip that name. Okay. So they still introduced the name, uh, but they tagged it with Mariah being colorism within the black community. Okay. So she was called Black Mariah because she's dark. Yeah. And, that, and that's how they tied it in. And they touch on that, too. They okay. talked about colorism in the community, all of that. So she's got mm-hmm. a daughter named Tilda. Mm-hmm. And there's a twisted history to Tilda. Mm-hmm. And Tilda's actually another Marvel character mm-hmm. uh, who's known as Nightshade, but she is... <laughs> Nightshade. <laughs> right? She's called Night... Yes. Yeah. I mean... Oh, that's okay. Like, 
What you doing over there, Marvel? <laughs> but to Marvel's credit, nightshade's an actual flora. So it's an actual plant. Mm -hmm. And it's known to have medicinal use, but it's also known to be a huge poison. Right. And this character, she's always been a doctor. So she's a doctor who studied medicine, who then kind of goes into holistic medicine. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get nightshade from. Her favorite poison is from nightshade. It's called uh, Beso Alarana, which is the kiss of the spider. Mm. And uh, that's she uses that as in the comics, and they're putting it in the TV show too. Mm. But they very much heavily relied on the fact that she is a college-educated PhD holding, mm -hmm. went from commercial pharmaceutical-style medicine to holistic herbal from the earth type oh. medicine. A witch doctor. <laughs> well, they kind of I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I mean, like, but you see a full scope for her. You see her her turn from being like wide-eyed innocence to souring really really fast yeah but again rather than have it just be like plain because she's a bad guy and we said so type of reasoning you see the growth to her going the path that she's going to so mm -hmm. and i mean that's big for luke cage luke cage did a good job in the first season but they didn't go hugely into their side characters one of the complaints was mariah dillard which is Alfred Woodard's character because she was very one note and it didn't make a lot of sense but this second season makes a whole bunch more sense for her. Mm -hmm. And also, Alfred Wood had killed it. She managed to balance this line of being a spoiled, rich, I want everything type of brat, tied with being a psychopathic, even sociopathic, ridiculous killer as well. Like all of that tied into mm -hmm. one. She did a good job. It was amazing. And we get Misty Knight and her badassness. The whole gamut. My only complaint is that we got Danny Rand as well. Iron Fist. So if you guys even know who that character is and you remember the sorry first season of Iron Fist, mm -hmm. I understand they Disney and Marvel have already put their money into this character. They even got return on this character. As, as loud and as angry as everybody got over the scandal that came out with Iron Fist, people still watched it. Either they hate watched it or they pumped it up because, you know, people wanted to support this because it's their, their favorite character or whatever. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. Right. So, to Marvel's credit, they've been trying to figure out ways to showcase this character in a way that's going to be digestible and appeasing to everybody, especially given our certain political climate right now. Because mm -hmm. Danny Rand is a rich white man who steps into the, an exotic land and conquers it. And then comes back. Like, that's his storyline. But they also understand, oh, yeah, that might not be the best PC move right now. No. So they try to humble him, and they try to show that, you know, he's he doesn't know everything. And they've been taking steps to show that he's really just a guy. But mm -hmm. they did. They introduced him into Luke Cage, because him and Luke Cage, their characters have history. They actually yeah. go on to be Heroes for Hire, which is its own spinoff. Yes, Heroes for Hire. That's what they're called. <laughs> and... To their credit, I didn't hate the pair-up. The pair-up mm -hmm. was actually pretty decent. Right. But I still have salty, salty feelings about Danny Rand being anywhere near this series. So, yikes. all of that. But to their credit, Luke Cage does call him out on his privilege a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot, a lot. So, that's good. So, there's good that. Power. So, all in all, I think Luke Cage season two was really, really good. So, if you guys get the chance, check it out on Netflix. You can yes. stream it. You can download it now. Netflix gives you that op option as well. Mm -hmm. Check it out. And then I wanted to move on to the Disney Fox deal. So if you've been in the geek circles, mostly Marvel, and you've been waiting to hear what's going on with that, uh, 20th Century Fox 
put up that you know they were looking for buyers for their their company brand because they weren't doing well which wasn't a huge surprise a lot of their money goes behind their marvel versions of of the movies of the rights that they got so that's like x-men that's yeah. deadpool and the like and up until deadpool and up until i'm gonna say x-men first class really mm-hmm. they weren't doing well they weren't doing well mm-hmm. at all and even with the MCU becoming its own universe, yeah, they really started to suck. They gave us the Fan Four stick. Uh-huh. Do you know? Do you remember Fantastic Four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they tried to re- they had the original rights. They did the mm-hmm. first two movies with Jessica Alba. Yeah, I remember at the helm, and then they tried to remake it to make it more modernized with mm-hmm. the new people. Also yeah, hot wasn't, garbage. Wasn't that the one with Michael B. Jordan in it? Yes, it was. <sighs> Yes, it was. And they were trying to be edgy. Like, yeah. ooh, we're going to introduce this black guy. I actually wouldn't saw that guy. in the movie theater, yeah. It was hot it was to terrible. garbage. It was not good. It was terrible. Yeah, so when news good. hit that they were trying to sell, people were like, ooh, Disney needs to jump on this so that they can do the, the MC properties that Fox has right. They could do it correctly. But there was a lot of rumor and like, maybe they will, maybe they won't, and worries about monopolization between the businesses. And then, uh, I want to say Friday, Thursday, Friday, it came out that the bids went out. So Comcast also put their hat in the ring. Time Warner mm-hmm. wanted to also put a bid in to get the Fox branding. Uh, the, they don't have that kind of money, do they? They do have, well, they have some type <laughs> of money. They don't have Disney money. They for they sure don't, don't have, have Disney money. $2.4 billion. They have, they have it in the billions. They have it in the billions. Well, because not, Disney not had to raise their bid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was enough for Disney to have to raise their bid. So Comcast tried to jump Rupert in. Rupert Murdoch is not a not is not a person to play with. Well <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You don't come to him with small numbers. There you go. But so yeah, Disney had to raise their bid. They only raised their bid by ten billion. But you know. Mm. Billion. So but yeah, so that was the latest that we've heard was that they put in the higher bid and 20th Century Fox was like, ooh, this is not bad, but they have to wait for other stuff to clear because, you know, monopoly. So I want to make sure everything's covered. We're not dealing dealing with any kind of business monopolies. Everybody can get their money, taxes included and the like, but it's looking up for a Disney Fox deal to go through. I'm looking forward to a Disney Fox deal going through because I would love to see Fan- Fantastic Four done right. I would also love to see the X-Men done Right? X-Men is what got me into beating a geek in the first place. Mm-hmm. X-Men was a X-Men, series okay. that actually had people that looked like me hmm. at the forefront of their stories. So I was like, this is amazing. Right. What is this show? And we mm-hmm. haven't really gotten a taste of that in, the, in any of the films. It's been a whole bunch of white people and then like maybe one or two people who are not white. And then that's it. Yeah. And that's, that's not the X-Men I know. So, mm-hmm. I would love it if we actually dive a little bit deeper into this and see more. Plus, it would open up it would open up the floodgates for everything else that Fox has. Because Fox has a lot of Marvel properties, a lot of comic properties. So, And they need the good push. They, they, really, do. they really do. They really, really do. So, here's hoping. Fingers crossed that that goes all the way through. Ooh. That's a... Deep price tag. It is billions. Billions of dollars. Billions of dollars, guys. Oh my gosh. So that was all the happy news. On to the sad news. Mm -hmm. So if you're of the nerd circles as well, you guys might know or have heard of the Chris Hardwick scandal that has rocked everyone. This guy is the creator of Nerdist. He's been like the go-to guy for um, news, nerd news. In that that whole vacuum of nerdum 
He's been big in it. They had YouTube series that was huge. Their website is huge. They even managed to secure a TV series through Viceland. He also hosts uh, The Talking Dead, which is the Walking Dead after show where he pretends to get like a lot of people's opinions on the episode, but really it's just the actors that were in the episode. Mm -hmm. And they sit on a couch and they kind of talk and they're just like, hey, what did you think? All mm -hmm. right. Blah, blah, blah. He's an what asshole. Did, what did you think of your own work? <laughs> right, pretty much. What did you think of your own work? And mm -hmm. what did you think of this? I remember... Do you watch The Walking Dead show? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I so, know it's filmed in Atlanta. It is filmed in Atlanta. It's definitely filmed in Atlanta. I know where it's filmed. Um, it is a show based off, an, off of a comic. Mm -hmm. It was huge when it first came out because... A, it was a TV series and it was touching on a lot of... They managed to touch on a lot of... Ten, trending topics mm -hmm. that are happening in the world as it is, but in a post-apocalyptic way. Mm -hmm. So it was just interesting to see all of these things kind of break down. They, they touch on racism, they touch on prejudice, they touch on whatever you can think of. Mm -hmm. But in a post-apocalyptic post fashion, in the, you know, the frame of mind that we literally don't have anybody else, what the hell are we going to do kind of situation. Right. However, the show has been failing as of late the series really yeah that was such a big thing it was huge but then the storyline started to get all wacky and stupid and people started like bowing out of the show losing interest really really fast like it'd be like eight episodes of them wandering like a field like a field for no reason and like no progress would happen we're just like okay What's going on? They start yeah. killing. I mean, they're known for killing off characters that you love. That was also part of oh, of the drive to watch the show. But then they stopped. Who's gonna die now? Pretty much. But then they stopped. It was like a hardcore, hard, cold stop. And then they started it up again. But when they started it up again, they like trolled their audience. It was terrible. And I remember Chris Hardwick had to do a Talking Dead right after a season finale. I'm gonna say it was the fourth one, fifth one. Right. And um. The, that particular season finale, they didn't give any closure to what happened in the season whatsoever. So they framed it up like, ooh, two big people that you guys love mm -hmm. as the audience are going to die. And then they never told us who it was for the whole season. Oh my God. And they had the showrunner on the show for The Talking Dead. And the showrunner just looked so sad. He mm -hmm. looked like a beaten man. Because oh. I'm sure, I mean, between Facebook, Twitter, all the social medias. Yeah. And now he's on this show, and people are allowed to call into that show, yikes, and whatnot. And they were putting him through the ringer. And Chris Hardwick tried to stand up for him and was like, "Listen, I trust these guys with their storytelling, yada mm -hmm. yada yada." And people just went ham on Chris Hardwick and were like, "Call him out his name." They went after his wife. They were just, they went ham. What? <laughs> Hard. Off of a show. But you know. From all of that, uh -huh. we learned that Chris Hardwick, A, doesn't doesn't take a lot of shit. So he will come back at you if you mm -hmm. come at him. But B, he's an asshole. And I, you know, I mean that in a very generous, like, mm -hmm. he gives no Fs type of way. Right. But then the scandal broke out, and apparently uh, this woman tried to do it anonymously. So this woman put up that she had been a victim of sexual assault. She didn't name names, but people were able to piece together that the person she was talking about was Chris Hardwick. And with all of the Me Too movement that's going on, Yikes. and how his name is attached to everything, yeah. people had, businesses had to make hard decisions about whether or not to keep him on. And it was a swift push to the side, unfortunately, for Chris Hardwick. So, 
I mean, and other people are coming out of the woodwork now to say that, like, no, not only is he capable of sexual assault, but he's also all the phobics, apparently. Just, just a lot of hate that they might have heard from coming from him and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so all of a sudden, his name was being taken away from a lot of stuff. He got taken off of Nerdist. He got taken off of Talking Dead. Some of this, it's him saying that, like, I don't want my negative press to affect these companies, uh-huh. but we all know we all that the that companies really were like, yo, we gotta get you go, brother. It's too hot for you right mm-hmm. now. Let's, let's wait for everything to cool down. Right. I don't think in the end that this is really gonna harm Chris Hardwick's money. Honestly, I really don't. He's tied to too much stuff, especially as popular as nerd stuff is right now. I don't think mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt his money at all. Um, not only that, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that people are believing the victims a lot more, which is great. Mm-hmm. But in the end, what we've learned, with the, ex- the finite exceptions of like Bill Cosby, which took a long time. Right. And even, uh, oh, I can't even think of his name. The big time director person. What's his face? Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein. With Harvey Weinstein. Even that has taken a long time. It takes a lot for any actual legal action to, do, to happen for these gentlemen. And right now, it's just an allegation against Chris Hardwick. Mm-hmm. So if it's true, I hope that it actually pans out and he has to face the consequences of that action. But for right now, a lot of people are like, ooh, like it's going to ruin his life. I don't think it's going to ruin his life. I think it's going to be a bump in the road for I him. He might not be able to be as public. He, but he'll still be rich. Yeah, he might not be the face of everything like he had been. He was definitely like the nerd Oprah where mm-hmm. he put his name on everything. And you know, his face was on attached to also right. many steps. So it it just means he's gonna be further behind the scenes. I don't think it's gonna it's it's not gonna tap him out of this industry that he's been a part of for so many years. No. So, I'm so mad. all of that. But he has he has though taken a little bit of a tumble from the height of nerdum that he had been at. Right now it's like eh. right. But I think it also kind of sends out a message. Uh, sexism in nerdum is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Mm-mm. So. I mean, if, if they can come after Hardwick like this, it's 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 not that it's nice to see that he can answer for this stuff. Yeah. But it's nice to know that the consequences, that there's actual follow through with these consequences. So, okay. at, at least that. And that I'm going to leave you guys on that note with Kirby Van Girl Corner with the Hardwick scandal. So, yes, check out Luke Cage 2 or season 2. Let me know what you guys think of the Disney Fox deal. And right after this, we're going to be getting into the Unpack This segment. All right. With Shane. All right. Woohoo. Hey. Hi. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. We made it deliciously just for you. Mm hmm. So please follow us on all of our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and of course our website, thepocpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're in our Unpack This segment. Yes, uh, and thanks to Shay, she came up with this lovely topic <laughs> of one-hit wonders. The culture of one-hit wonders. Loved it. So go ahead, kick us off, Shay. So we're gonna just like kick off with what makes a one-hit wonder. Okay, it means uh, like uh, what's what's the actual definition of one-hit wonder? I mean, I think a one-hit wonder, especially somebody who was like, um, we've been together for years. We made this song, and some randomly. It has taken off for some reason. To the point where we hate this song and now we're disbanding as a group. <laughs> so that's what I think I want to hit wonder is. Okay. Well, according to uh, 
the internet. Mm-hmm. A one-hit a one wonder is an entity that receives mainstream popularity and success for a very short period of time, mm-hmm. often for a, only one piece of work, mm-hmm. and become known among the general public solely for their momentary success. There you go. Millie Vanilli. <sighs> um, what's, what's that girl's name? <laughs> That's how popular she is. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy Azalea. Was she a what? But she no fancy. But name another song. She the one name she did name. with Ariana Grande and um what's yeah. her face? Because you don't know what it is. Well, I don't. But can, does she count as one? Mm-hmm. Does she count as the one hit wonder? Yeah. It definitely was the only hit off of that album. Yeah. More questions. Name another Iggy Azalea song. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but I know she had another hit when she did like the little trio thing. But she's not, it's not her hit. Fair. Fair. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll I mean, that. she has a song that is that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, mediocre, but it was because it was Tia. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's so that? that's what a, the definition of a one hit wonder is. What song did she do with Tia? Uh, mediocre. No mediocre. Oh, the song was no Yeah. <laughs> the name of the song was No Mediocre. <laughs> your opinion no oh it's mediocre okay oh oh the song <laughs> okay go right okay so i'm looking at the billboard um top um which cost of the 2000s so what do you have oh um i have uh just what i jotted down in a notebook i, I took them from uh past pate oh, no i passed Mm-hmm. Pastel had a top 25 one-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Ranker article that also had one-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. I did mine by decade because I'm an old lady. Oh, my God. And I oh, remember well, when all these songs came out. Well, so. I have the 2000s. Are we so going to go ahead we and go. start off first. Cool. Already, we <laughs> go into the 80s here. Mm-hmm. So, 80s music in my household was still really prevalent. I had older cousins that, mm-hmm. were, that were teenagers in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And so that music was still playing around. Mm-hmm. Also, MTV back in the day had a whole, like, basically like a classic MTV mm-hmm. style period, like okay. early in the morning where they would play videos from early 80s. Mm-hmm. So that being said, some of my favorites out of there that were one hit wonders, uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. Have you ever heard of that song? No, Joe. Yo, the video is hilarious. Okay. The video is hysterical. So it's, you see this guy, very Elton John, 1970s-esque. He's in space because 80s. Yeah. And he's got these white glasses and he's in front of like a stand-up Casio. And he's just like, he looks like a robot. But the but the hook is amazing. The hook is amazing. What? Video killed the radio. It's really cute. It's super cute. If you guys Google it, look up our YouTube music video. It's a really good song. Right. And people have sampled the hell out of that song. So, also that. Um, what else we got? We've got Pass the Duchy. Ponded Left Hand Side. Yes, by Musical Youth. That was the first ever any kind of reggae song I'd ever heard. <laughs> it was the cutest song. And it took me years to realize what they meant by Pass the Duchy. Someone told me literally, no, there's something that they call a duchy. It's like a pot. But they're uh, the like, like a Dutch oven. <laughs> That's what they were trying to tell me. They were trying to tell me, like, no, literally, it's something they cook in. I was like, cool. And then, no, that wasn't it at all. No, So, no. there's that. I also wanted to shout out Rockwell. I don't know if anybody remembers Rockwell. 
Uh, he actually had Michael Jackson sing his hook on the song, Somebody's Watching Me. I always feel like yeah. somebody's watching me. Oh, that's from the 80s? That is from the 80s. I don't know. I, I remember from the commercial. Oh, I remember uh, it from the commercial. There old. was a commercial. No. <laughs> I'm old. The video is hilarious. You see this black guy, and he's literally, everything he's singing about in the song, he's doing in the video. So you see him taking a shower, and he thinks somebody's behind him. And then you see him walking down the street, and he thinks somebody's behind the whole time. He's just super paranoid. Mm -hmm. Clocks have faces. It's it's the 80s. So just all, anybody, they were just like, whatever. We'll just throw it in there and make this music video. I, I think it was this they had that um, playing in a commercial about, like, Running away from wrinkles, <laughs> and, and the person not the walking same. around with a wrinkly shirt, and he's like, "I not the feel same. like <laughs> Not the same. Nope, nope. I, I also know. liked "It Takes Two" by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Is that the one? It takes two. Oh. Nope, wait, nope. I'm Easy <laughs> Rock right now. I'm Rob Bass, and I came to get down. down. I'm, I'm not, not internationally known, but I'm known to rock a microphone. But I mean, I, you sound so properly. You see? <laughs> but I'm known to rock the microphone. <laughs> well, just like that. Also, it is white people's favorite go-to rap music. Just so I you know. I rock right now. <laughs> just so you know. Is it? It is. It was also in that movie. Uh, what's his face? I get stupid. I mean, with I'm Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. That was that was like their she's edgy moment when she could sing the whole verse of that from from the song. Oh my god. So yeah, there you go. Ladies love me, girls love me. <laughs> I mean, even the ones who never saw me like <laughs> the way so that I there's roll, that. Mm-hmm. Um there's also the safety dance. You probably have never heard the song either. Is, is, it, the, is it like the chicken dance? No. <laughs> no. It's awkward as hell. So it's it's by men without hats. The vi- the video is <laughs> also weird. The guy is dressed up like a 1700s dandy man. Okay. And they're in a field, but okay. they're in modern day, like 1980s, but he's dressed like this person. Okay. And he talks like a robot. So he's like, you can dance if you want to. You can leave all your friends behind. But if your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. And the dance is just you, your arms shooting straight up to the sky and doing that, like just waving to one side and then waving to the other and then walking and then doing it again. <laughs> what is going on? It is white and that's what it's finest, guys. What is but the song is hilarious. This sounds awful. It's hilarious. hysterical. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so I've also got uh, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Okay. Relax, don't do it. Oh. If you want to go through it, relax, don't do it if you want to come. So that song's about sex. But nobody like knew it. it at the time. Nobody knew sounds it at the like time. It. It was all over the radio, and then until he did his interview, he was like, no, I'm literally talking about, like, you're in the midst of a sex capade with your girl or your guy, and you're trying to, like, stave that point. You don't, you don't want to finish yet. But, so there's a group called Paraman 5000, mm-hmm. you probably also have never heard of. They are a metal band. Mm-hmm. They redid that song, and it was amazing. Really? It was amazing. Okay. So, yep. There you go. You'll get that. Uh, Take on me, of course, without saying. By Aha. Classic. Oh, amazing. Only. (laughs) Yes, with the high falsetto. See, I be hearing these songs with commercials. See. 
I love that song. It was huge. The video was way ahead of its time. It was amazing. Okay. And then, of course, uh, Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners. What? The, 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 their, their name is ridiculous. But so it, it was an Irish group. They came out of Ireland and they were known for performing like folk dancers at the time. They wore all jean everything, overalls. Jean pants, mm -hmm. tank tops, no shirt under the overalls. It kicks off with a violin solo. And then okay. it jumps into the song. And it's this song is long as hell. It's like eight minutes. Wow. But everybody remembers the chorus. Come on, Eileen. Oh, I say. At this moment, you mean everything. And it's hilarious. It's mm -hmm. the greatest. It's really cute. My, I had a friend, though, unfortunately, who also's name was Eileen, and they constantly they sang this to sing. her. I know they had to sing that all. To it her was terrible. All the time. She hated it so much. So that's all of the '80s. I've mm. got some from the '90s. Do you have anything from the '90s? I don't have. I, let me see. Let's see. I have a girl. Okay, so I have. Doo -doo 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 -doo, Candyman knocking boots. Huh. You heard a knocking boots like it. Is that somebody Feel rock knocking No, that's a slow song. I oh. think they're talking about the rap. Knocking boots. Uh-huh. How does that come? <laughs> what in the world? I'm trying to see if like, I'm knocking the boots. Knocking the boots. Oh yeah, you want it, you got it. You want it, baby, you got it. Oh, I know 95 South. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> I didn't know the group was called 95 South. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Because I think they're out of Atlanta. Does two live crew count as a one-hit one? That's what I just that's remember they were on Mighty Ducks. They put them in, in Mighty Ducks. In oh, that's... Look, my my love loves that song. <laughs> it quite a bit. It's ridiculous. Aww. <laughs> Anytime you go, whoop, man. You sound so... Oh, upside down and inside out. Let <laughs> me say that, bro. Oh my gosh, feel like I'm with a granddaddy. You're with a granddaddy, and I'm older than her love. So there yeah, you go. No, but you don't do things like that. <laughs> but Sir Mix a Lot, Baby Got Back came out in 1992. Yes, it did. And Crisscross will Make a Jump Jump was also in 1992. That, they were. I mean, they were the clothes backwards. Everybody was like, "Yo, who are these kids? What's what what's Crucial Conflict? Hey." I don't know that one. I don't know what Crystal is. It's hey in the middle of the bar. at hey. I think that's what they are. I don't think that is. Hey. It's crucial with a K? No, let's see. No. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But a Lubega. Now that was my soul. Like Mambo number five. That's the first time I heard of gin and juice. But I said it went to gin and juice, but I really don't. I thought it was juice. <laughs> like ginger in your juice. Because I'm Caribbean. <laughs> I was like, I want some gin and juice. Like, <laughs> that sounds my American father was looking at me like, no, you don't. Me. I was like, yeah, the ginger juice. Yeah, he was like, "That's not what that means." That is too great. Mambo number five. Yes, and Aqua's Barbie Girl came out in 1997. Have you heard of that song? Yeah. Okay. I know the song for word for word. 
They got sued by Mattel. <laughs> I'm a the song was hilarious. They made so much fun of. No, I mean they used Barbie as as the overall term, but it was about being like just fake, just, yeah. just being like only about staying popular right. and on trend and not having any substance to you whatsoever. Right. It was really genius, and the video was the greatest. Oh my god, can we jump into 2000 now? Sure. Oh my gosh. Okay, I forgot about the song, but I loved it. Um, Hoku or Haiku's uh, Another Dumb Blonde? Hoku. Hoku. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Snow Day, from the movie Snow Day. <laughs> you know the movie. Yes! Because I, that was the first, I, I was hyped because that was the first time I ever seen snow was in okay. 2000, was the blizzard of 2000. Okay, okay. And I was like, oh my God. And then you happen to have a Snow Day movie come out. And I uh-huh. want to watch this movie, Snow Day, at Potomac Mills. Ah. I remember all of this. And then um, Hoku came, the song, Another mm-hmm. Dumb Blonde. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be another dumb blonde. Because that's not me, no, no. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, she was a big deal. She's Don Ho's daughter. Don Ho is a big time singer in Hawaii. Oh, it's like who's huge. That? He is huge. He's a legend. And his is, is she what? She's Hawaiian. Okay. But she looks. She's very light. Okay. Right now she's she's ethnic. Okay. She, she's of the ethnic mixing. Okay. I think mom might be white, but she's she's still ethnic. Okay. Um. But yeah. So she she came out with her stuff. She actually sang "Perfect Day" for Legally Blonde. Oh, this perfect day. That's her. Nothing seems to come my way. It's very white. Is it? Very white. Nothing can go wrong. Everything was very white. If you wanted to be mainstream, she couldn't sing. She was singing Hawaiian music for yeah. the longest. But that's not going to cross over to the mainstream, unfortunately. But but look what crossed over to the mainstream in 2000 as well was Macy Gray. I tried. <laughs> okay. I remember I was like the only kid that could like mimic her song. <laughs> Why would you want to? Because it was so cool. Because people were trying to like get her raspy sounding uh-huh. voice. And I'd be like, happy all confession. <laughs> and could you imagine doing that at like 12 and people are looking at you like, oh my God, that's great. I try to say goodbye and touch up. I love her sound. Right? All right. Okay. Oh my gosh. There's plenty of stuff. The two that was 2000 was when like we lived. When we lived. <laughs> when we and lived. the early 2000s is when we were like alive. When we lived. They have oops tweet as one of the one one hit wonders. She's considered a one hit wonder. Main, I know Kaya, yeah. Kaya, my nigga, my. That came out in 2002? Yes, it did. Dang, girl. Lick it right, lick it. <laughs> did, did, just that, like that was the first time I'd ever heard a female right rapper talking about so about something directly related to her in those terms. Because, I mean, really? you, I mean, you had I mean, Kim, Kim, you had Foxy Brown, but it was always kind of tainted to please the guy. Oh, okay. And this was the first time where Kia was like, no, 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 no. You doing it to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you going to do it right? Okay, here we go. So, that was, yeah, that was, I just, I remember, like, it was a big deal because radios would not play it. We had to go to yeah. a club to hear it. Oh, really? They yeah. played it in, the, in Georgia. They would not play that on the radio in in Southern really? California. Show me so much love. <laughs> I love the highest stuff. Yeah, that joke used to be so funny. nice. Oh my gosh, um, very very nice. But they have what else? Oh my gosh, I mean, who let the dogs out came out in two thousand as well. Uh. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I was telling Joe like, oh, Jaquan's mm-hmm. tipsy was a big deal. Is was he a one hit wonder? Yes. What? He only came out with Tipsy for oh, real. I mean, he had a whole album and stuff. Okay. I, tipsy was the thing because we used to love uh-huh. in good old Christian education. We <laughs> loved to go on trips and play that song for whatever reason <laughs> and sing the very beginning part where he's just like, teen drinking is very bad. <laughs> like we would say that, we would say it really loud so the teacher would be like, oh, okay, that's good. And then everybody was like, oh, I got a fake ID though. <laughs> <laughs> everybody in the club gets mm-hmm. too. That that song was at every house party. What? And it was always followed by Chingy. Oh, I always. like the way you do that right yes. there. Yes. <laughs> I wonder, you know, he's not a one hit wonder. No, he had two. He also had Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had things. Oh, Hurricane Chris, Hey Baby. Is I, don't, a, I don't know that one. You never heard of Hey Baby? Hey Baby? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's, I never knew who sang it. Yeah. And I don't know any of the words past that. Okay. What about um, Rich Boy Throw Some D's on them? That right? I do not know. You never heard of Throw Some D's on them? Mm-mm. When it started off with, um, what's the song? The guy that says, uh, when I was young, I used to think about immature things like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you going to call me like you said you would? What? Is this really your real phone number? What? You never heard that? No. You ever what? heard the song, I call your name, girl, and everywhere I get along with, baby. Nope. I think that's by DeBarge. It's by the DeBarges. What? Show, walk with me. What? Are you and serious? this was in Throwing Bees? Yes. It's at the beginning of the song. He samples the DeBarges. Yes. And then talks about it's Throwing Bees. It says, uh. Just bought a Cadillac. Throw some D's on that bitch. Just bought a Cadillac. No, uh, I think that was like the gosh. once we hit into like the Y slang in my YT phases of stuff. I oh! I like <laughs> faded out. Oh, did you know the pack Vans then? Mm-mm. The I got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. Got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. Nope, I don't know this song either. I was listening to um stuff like. Uh, Macy's Playground and what's Postal that? Service at that point. What's the what song is that? Marcy Playground played. Uh, they did Sex and Candy. Okay. I love Sex and Candy, yeah. baby. And then Postal Service did great, such great heights. Okay. It's very out, bitty. Uh, very. Yeah. I was Owls? like, is what? That what's it called? City Owls? They have Marie is a is a one hit. Wonder? Yes, Marie is a one hit wonder. W- one thing is her one hit. I feel like why don't we fall in love was one of her big. It, it was a, it was a community hit, but it was not a mainstream hit. It didn't, okay. it didn't hit the billboard the way. What Ryan Cabrera was one who wonder. What who's Ryan Cabrera? Um, on the way down, saw you. You saved me from myself, <laughs> and I won't forget the way. That's a two thousand song. On the way down, two thousand four. Wow, I don't know who this is. You don't know he dated Kristen Cavallari, I think. I know who Kristen Cavallari is. Okay. I don't know who Ryan Cabrera is. <laughs> I know who Kristen Cavallari is. You don't remember me of the spiky hair? If it was 2004, I was already out of high school. What? At house parties at this point. They were playing that song at house parties. They were not playing all the you way know down. Mim, you know Mims, the, this is why I'm hot. <laughs> I do know okay. this is why I'm hot. Okay. Definitely uh, know that one. Woo. Chicken noodle soup by a young <laughs> Chicken noodle soup. I remember people hating that song. 
Like, throwing what? a lot of shade. Just talking about how, like, they were two steps away from being, like, Michigan J-Frog. Just like... <laughs> Michigan J-Frog! Just, just like, shucking and jiving. They were like, this is two seconds away from a shucking and jive. What? Okay. Chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. It was, Chicken noodle soup with you know, soda on the side. No, I know it was a mood, but... Yeah. What's TJ, Teenage Dirtbag? Yeah! Teenage Weedus! Who is that? Yes. They were a twin. They're twins. Okay. They did it for a movie. Oh, what was the movie called? A movie came out. Teenage Dirtbag is it's a uh, alt rock song. Okay. And they talk about I how get, I get confused when you say alt. <laughs> <laughs> there's rock, like classic and rock, right. <laughs> and then there's alt rock. Okay. Like alternative rock. So alternative. Okay. Like Blink One Eighty Two is alt rock. Oh, but they're not a one hit wonder. No, because they had many hits. But okay. Weedus was in the same vein of them, and they okay. they were just talking about how like it's it's about it's a love song. Okay, you remember Nine Days? Nine Days. Because they had a song called Absolutely or AKA Story of a Girl. I remember Story of a Girl. Yeah. This is the Story, Story of, of a Girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Is Craig David a one hit wonder? I don't see him on here. I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I love him. <laughs> I love him. Well, there's nothing wrong with him. What? But, oh, Sex and Candy is from 1998. Whoa. It's kidding, man. 1998. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, from, sh- um, I want to shout out uh, Gautier, somebody I used to know. Mm. Because I hardcore thought that was a song from the 80s, and it was not. Can we not bring this up? Listen, you know, you know this is my favorite song. It's a great song. <laughs> you know that this is my favorite song in the whole wide world. Like, I will drop everything to belt this song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the middle of, like, transactions. Like, it didn't have to come <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, yo, there was a video that went around that had that song. But they pulled out the music behind it, so it was just them singing. Oh, Woo! wow! Oh my gosh! I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a whole nother piece, and it's amazing. Wow! I was like, just pull the music out the back of it, and you just hear ah, that look, that wow. melody. Oh, it's That's awesome. They need to come back. They did. well. He's he did, he did his whole album, and actually, the whole album is really good. Mm-hmm. But not, he got sick and tired of that one. Of, of uh, somebody I used to know. He's like, I never intended for it to be as huge as it was. I just wanted, to, basically, like, I wanted to put my art out there. This was something I was truly feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to do his best to not not reach that height again. Because he feels like it, it it's a disillusion. Oh, he's one of those purists. He is. Okay. He's like, I am my art and my art is me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. Stacy's mom. That song was hilarious. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Did you ever so see the video? Want, yes. That video was hysterical. And I waited for so long. I love that they let it be a little boy as the mm-hmm. lead. And he's just mowing lawns and trying to watch the mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, poor Stacy. <laughs> right? She's trying to get his attention. Stacy, can't you see? It's not the girl for me. No, oh, I nice. might be wrong. When they start singing, oh, I waited and waited. <laughs> That's what it took. And you just see him like in the in the in the uh, closet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was like going on himself. Or might have been. I think so. Might have been. 
Yeah, it was a little crazy. Definitely could have happened. Bone Crusher never scared. I love that. I never scared. What? I I love I love and hate this song because it just no. My my father knows all the words to this song and it's very jarring. (laughs) It's great to run to at the gym. Let me tell you. A jar. Not the way he was shivering and shaking on a pavement. Right. And then he got to do uh, a whole video with. Oh, what did it call? I remember he was on Biggest Loser. He was? Yeah, because. I didn't know and that. he was talking about how he's big boned. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the black doctor was on it. It was uh-huh. like, that's something we say, but we're going to do an x ray. <laughs> and they did an x ray, and the doctor's bones was bigger than his. Are you serious? Yes. Aww. And you know, the black doctor was really, really slim. Oh man, he was that's like, "That's up. not real. The big boned thing is not <laughs> that's a real messed thing." Up. That's messed up. I was like, "Not big boned." First of all, he went on there and said, "He was like, I've always known that I'm big boned." <laughs> <laughs> that's messed up. Sir, you didn't go on here and say big boned. You didn't say that. That's inappropriate. I can't believe you did that. You told us that was okay. That's inappropriate. Aww. Oh, truth hurts. Addictive. Oh, you remember that? I do remember that. And the cultural appropriation going on in that music video. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole song was crazy. Yeah. All that, yeah. 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 But most of the guys surprised they were one hit wonder. It was a her. I think it was just her. Just the one? Mm-hmm. He makes me scream. <laughs> <laughs> he feels. Yeah. It's <laughs> Yo, I gotta do it like a YouTube video of me just doing like you know I mean like it was hilarious. <laughs> my that song was great. That's hysterical. Oh my gosh. So yeah, one hit wonders are like cra- oh, another one of the two thousand tens is Cali. Swag district, teach me how to dougie. That I remember. Teach okay. me how to dougie. Teach, teach me how to dougie. Oh, teach me how to dougie. Estelle is on here. That's a one hit wonder. How dare they? How dare they? American Boy is a one hit wonder. Okay. You know what? I'll give it to. Okay. I, okay. I can understand that. Because that was the one she did with Kanye. That was the one I that have went a, mainstream. I have a problem. I have a problem with that. <laughs> I'm still listening to. Won't you come over, love? Well, that was Sean Paul, and they see it as a niche. So I can show you it's love. It's a niche reggae song. It's not kind of set as mainstream. But she did I Could Be a Freak, and that was even in the, that that was was the a, Step It Up movie. Yes, that was a big... I love I Can Be... I actually play that, too. It's a too. good song. She did a song with Janelle Monae that was also really good. I forget yeah. what that was called, too. Uh, yeah. But it was all over the Ross commercials. They mm-hmm. loved that song as well. Yeah, I don't know. And she is Garnet on Steven Universe. How dare they? They're very rude. How disrespectful. They're very, very rude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. Um, a D4L Laffy Taffy? Laffy, yes. I remember Laffy Taffy. Yeah, but I feel like Scotty was a bigger hit. Really? Yeah. I'm starting to Scotty. see spaceships on Bacon. I'm geeked up. I don't remember. I, I know I'm Laffy Taffy. Up. I don't yeah. know that one. See, I know that, and I well, I guess because I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> because I'm like Laffy Taffy. I mean, that was cute, but <laughs> what you call it's not on here. And I thought they were a big one hit one day. Um, shout out to um, what's the people that um, Crime Mob, Nuck If You Buck. That I just remember the 
in the so I was old enough to be yes. in the club when that song came out. Yeah, the floors would clear. A bunch of white guys would get in the middle and like link their pinkies, and and like and do like a crip walk, in a circle. To knock if you want. Yes, yes, it was mad weird every time. What? Every time. It was just, yeah, yeah, I remember. Floor would clear so they could do that. And then they would just all, like, do their stunt all I'm over the place. I'm super confused as to what you All ages clubs, guys. <laughs> Are you serious? Glink all their pinkies. Clubs. and they would link their pinkies. Nuck, if you're buck, boy, nuck, if you're buck. Yo, these guys were sailors. So none of them were from San Diego, but they were all trying to look, pretend like they were hard. Like, I'm from New York, or I'm from Chicago. Or and they would link wherever. pinkies? It would link First of all, you're supposed to go nuck if you're butt. That's the dance. <laughs> supposed to put hand, the fist to palm. Uh-huh. That is the move. Above your head, that is, that is the move. That is not what would happen in Southern California. I come clubs. in the club, shaking my dress, throwing these clothes, <laughs> and busting these heads. That, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's how it's supposed to get. Okay. I, 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 this. Yeah, we're gonna have to move on. <laughs> he says, I can, I cannot. I can not. I don't understand what you're talking. What? <laughs> uh, please let us know if, if the strangest dances that you've seen done to these one-hit wonders. I just, I we gotta know. We gotta know. <laughs> please let us know, guys, if you're listening. Right? Yeah. Um. Other than that, um. Yeah, um, um, Gnarls Barkley crazy is considered. I also one. don't consider Gnarls Barkley a one hit wonder because they came not. out with with crazy. Mm-hmm. They also had this the song they they redid from Violet Femmes. Oh, I can't even think of what it's called now. Of course, yeah. Apparently, crazy is considered a one hit wonder. Gone. They redid Gone. <laughs> that was a hit. I have more confused. I have uh, more questions. I, I don't know what any of that means. Like. For real. <laughs> no, we have we have a lot of questions. Hey, if anybody is listening and you think of a one hit wonder, let us know. Go ahead and leave us a message. We'll play it on the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, do it. Um, yeah, let's move on to our next segment in just a moment. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hi. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. We made it deliciously just for you. Mm-hmm. So please follow us on all of our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and of course our website, thepocpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That lovely intro. So, oh. very <laughs> Top 10 shows so you can hear it all what I said. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so we're going to expand this one hit wonder culture mm-hmm. into TV series. Yeah. It is... Well, you know what? We all have that show that we're like, this is so good. And then, oh, no, it canceled. Yeah. Dead. That a lot. So, yeah. So, I mean, especially when it comes to sci-fi stuff. If you're looking at sci-fi, oh, fiction, really? fantasy, okay. a lot of it is one-hit wonders. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with Firefly. Firefly lasted one season. What was that about? It was a Josh Whedon show. Mm-hmm. So, Firefly was a space cowboy type show. So, you had uh, characters who were in space. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be futuristic. So after huge wars and battles had basically destroyed the Earth, uh, we had figured out how to terraform other planets, and we had migrated out of Earth because Earth was no longer inhabitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but with all this terraforming, kind of like with like thirteen colonies esque, yeah. you had a bunch of people kind of doing their own governing, and then it becoming a huge problem when people were like, "No, we need to be united as one type of deal." 
So you had like independence fighters versus this huge conglomerate that wanted everybody to kind of be bound mm -hmm. to one. And so that led to this like this huge fight, this huge war that kind of feathered out of it. And out of all of that, you get uh, this guy who's like a survivor of the war. He's a, vet he's a veteran of all of those wars. Mm -hmm. He decides to launch his own rummaging business is what they say like rummaging so rummaging business yeah you know, like okay. you know they go through space um, you know they take care of 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 you know different things that they can sell at another port type of they're pirates but you know mm -hmm. but they cover it like you know we're scavengers so, right no so it's the adventures of this crew so it's you've got this guy who's a war veteran mm -hmm. and then you've got like uh, they had a their not field tech but the girl who took care of the ship, their, te their tech. Mm -hmm. There was a girl who took care of the ship. They had the doctor. They had uh, his co-pilot, his right-hand man, played by Miss Gina Torres. Okay. It was wonderful. So it was a show called Firefly. It was mad diverse in their casting. You had black women. You had all kinds of all kinds of other women. But it was also kind of hooked around this secret. There's a girl on the ship who's the sister of the doctor that they take on board. Okay. And she... Turns out to be a test subject from this like government experiment. Oh, so she's not a people. real person. She's a real person, but they've what? been brainwashing her for like years. Okay. To make her the perfect weapon, basically. But she gets saved by her brother, and now she's kind of scrambled. So she'll have moments where she's completely clear okay. and understands what's going on, and then she'll have moments where she's living in a nightmare, basically. But she's also like insanely powerful. Like she'll have triggers. Where she just all of a sudden goes into full martial arts mode and just starts hacking people down. What? So the show was great. It let and it it only lasted one season, uh, but the fans were just so so passionate about the show. He managed to land a movie out of it, and that was Serenity. Oh wow! So all of that culminated into a movie called Serenity. Mm -hmm. And people have been talking about getting a sequel. Did we get? I think we got a sequel to it. Mm -hmm. No, we didn't. That was all in Serenity. So we got, yeah, Serenity was a sequel to the first season. So we got a lot of questions answered. We got to see a lot of the couples we wanted to get together, get together. Mm -hmm. It's Joss Whedon, so somebody had to die. He's known for killing our favorites. Right. But it was really, really good. So Firefly for me was definitely one of the ones. That was, it was one, it was a one-hit wonder. Gone too soon. How about for you? It's gone too soon. <laughs> okay, so, um, I loved, um... The Oblongs. I don't know if you remember that. No, show. it was a it was a like an animation about this family that like lived in toxic waste, and so they all had like <laughs> all these very strange deformities. Like the mother had like a very extremely long head. And, wow. Yeah, like somebody had like a huge eye, <laughs> and they like lived in this toxic wasteland, and they were just it was hilarious. <laughs> For me, yeah, the oblongs. So they all kind of had like these weird looking bodies. Oh, they had like a um, a, a Siamese, not Siamese twins, but um, the unseparated twins. Is that what Siamese, Siamese twins? Siamese twins. Conjoined. Yeah. Conjoined. Mm -hmm. And they had conjoined, they had, it was like a family of them. So mm -hmm. they had the conjoined twins that were the eldest and they had a daughter and they had a son that had like one eye. Wow. Yeah. It was just, it was crazy. The misadventures of a goofy family <laughs> deformed by toxic waste. Like, it was just. It was super interesting. Like okay. I, I don't know. It was I was a kid and I was like watching, it. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved it. Um, uh, my other favorite growing up was so little time. 
Okay. So, so little time was this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so little time was this um, one season of a show uh, starring Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's right. She was trying to tell me about this show. Yes. And I was like, so little what? time is an American sitcom starring Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen in their second television series since Two of a Kind. Remember the Two of a Kind show? That was a TV series? Yes, in 1999. Wow. And this aired on, it aired on Fox Family. Yeah, it was only one season. So Fox Family then became ABC Family, which then became Freeform. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes, they had one season, 26 episodes. I loved this thing. Because it was just cute. Like, they lived on like a, um, like a beach house with like these random like, Guardians that they had. Okay, it was, it was cute to me. I don't know. It was <laughs> cute to me. Yeah, cute shows are good. Cute shows yeah, are great. It was one of those cutesy shows. And then um, Bunheads was another one of the shows that I really, um, I really liked. Um, mm-hmm. It was. It's an American overrated. It's terrible. Listen, listen. I I loved it. Bunheads and that show was like about. Um, this <laughs> this show about a, a Las Vegas showgirl mm-hmm. who gets married on a whim and winds up teaching alongside her mother-in-law at a ballet school. So mm-hmm. out, out of nowhere, she has this guy, basically, he low-key, he's a lovable guy, but low-key, he's kind of like obsessed and a little stalkery. But didn't he, didn't he die? Yes, he ended up dying. Yeah, she married like, on a whim. She married on a whim because she, you know, she really needed to change and she needed money and mm-hmm. he happened to have some. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, I'll take care of you. Come stay here. Visit my family. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And eventually the girl starts to like him and actually sleeps with him. And then, um, he, he just get, he, no, he doesn't have a. He goes in a car accident. Ah. He goes out to go get something like for the party that they were at, and he ends up getting him um, like going off the road or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it was made by the same creator who mm-hmm. did Gilmore Girls. Yes, it's definitely got her trademark like sarcastic, yeah. witty female mm-hmm. protagonist. But also, I just felt like it was uh, just. Um, what is what? the word? Pretentious. Oh, my, my this gosh. show was mad pretentious. It had 18 seasons. But had season, eight, 18 what? episodes. Oh, I was like, but had 18 seasons? 18 episodes. What? We're talking uh, about one hit season. It had promise. It had promise. It did. It did. But yo, I was, it, the dancing was phenomenal. They're, like at the end, when yeah. they would show like the little dance yeah, oh, things no, they would do fantastic. was amazing. But I think it had a lot of progress, but it just whatever reason it just couldn't hold. Um, and it it uh, it ended abruptly, really. It did. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely left you on a cliffhanger. You're mm-hmm. like, what? What? Plus, they were trying. They made it seem like we're framing it off of this adult woman, but they mm-hmm. also would give you stories of the of kids. the children, and it just kind of was like, I want to go back to the land, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't care about these children. Right? Stop, stop the dating thing. I'll tell right. you. Right. And so that was. Those were probably my one-hit wonders. I mean, because I have plenty of shows, but there are no one. <laughs> They're not mm-hmm. one-hit wonders. Because people was trying. I was trying to read through something. Someone was like, "Yeah, Veronica Mars was a one-hit wonder." I was like, "Um, who loved you?" Because 
I was watching Veronica Mars for at least three years. Yeah, she definitely had three seasons. That's yeah, for sure. So I don't know what people are talking about. But I can see how they feel like it start, starts to blur. Oh, like it starts to go together at some point. Don't be blurring Your Veronica mom. Mars, okay? You can't blur charm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, here. Veronica Mars had depth and she was a strong female character without True. powers doing powerful things. True. And real as hell. That show was real. real. That show was too real as hell for it to be like. Because like, I was in yo smooth tenth grade. Right, I was probably in a smooth tenth grade. It was like, whoa, wow, okay, um, okay. Well, Mom's um, like, no, 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 no. like, do you want to talk about it? No, I'm trying to watch it. I mean, I remember like, like about to cry. In the store what? because my mom was not hurrying up so that we can get home <laughs> by nine <laughs> to o'clock watch this. to watch Veronica Mars on his big W. Like, what are you doing, moms? Veronica Mars. But it's good. It was yes. good. But uh, what you mentioned, Selfie. Selfie was another show yeah. I liked. Okay. So uh, her name is Karen Gilligan. I mm-hmm. figured it out. She's on Guard. She plays Nebula on Guardians of the Galaxy. She was in Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm thinking, of, yeah, think about Nebula. I'm thinking about tw- um, um, Xenon Girl in Twenty Four. Her best friend's name was Nebula. Raven Simone's yes. character. Name was Nebula. Who? Definitely not Raven. Took my Raven. Mm-hmm. But uh, Selfie was one of the first uh, TV series that had an Asian American yes, male as a romantic that. lead. Mm-hmm. It was it it was slow, so I could see why it got canceled. Because mm-hmm. like the first, it didn't even have that many episodes. I want to say it had like maybe ten, but it was super slow. They were trying to make it like a My Fair Lady, but a TV series. So mm-hmm. you had this girl who was obsessed with selfies and social media consciousness. Like she mm-hmm. only cared about how her life looked. In that realm and had no substance to her no real life after all of that and she ends up working this job with uh john cho's character mm-hmm. who plays like the stuffy doctor all right it was like okay if we're gonna work together then you need to be able to do this and tap into this and it was a slow grow so like the first four episodes you're like why do i care about any of these people like what why are we watching this mm-hmm. but by like the fifth sixth one it starts to pick up. You start to actually see the romance between the two of them. But, of course, it's too late by then, and it is canceled. Oh, yes. But it was actually really cute. I liked it. It, t- it played on the rom-com b- business. I liked the modern-day t- retelling mm-hmm. of My Fair Lady with it. Mm-hmm. It was actually really, really cute. But but it went away. It was gone. And it just left us. Just like Almost Human. Almost Human had two of the finest men ever yes. uh, in it. It was a sci-fi series futuristic show again so you got a cop who's working with a robot and he's sworn off working with robots so the robot killed his partner right type of series right it's got what michael ely and, mm-hmm. Ca- and carl urban fine as hell carl urban yeah and it was really good actually it was mm-hmm. really good and there was a whole conspiracy because some of these robots were becoming sentient and mm-hmm. having human feelings right and they weren't supposed to have that mm. he was uh like the his partner michael ely's character was actually an outdated model who snuck into the program to become a cop. Wow. It's, it's way nerdy. It was really good. It sounds good. It, had, it sounds like it had a good concept. But, and not enough people, not enough people were wow. watching it. There was another show called Deception. Oh. It started making good. Mm-hmm. Back in like... Yes, on ABC. Yes, on 2013. Yes. 2013. It wasn't, it really wasn't too bad. It wasn't. 
It wasn't too bad. And I liked the setup because yeah. Megan Good played the daughter of like the maid that yeah. worked for that rich family. Mm-hmm. Right? And then... And she, was, she became like an FBI agent. She did. She became mm-hmm. like a detective. And mm-hmm. uh, she ended up coming back to that family because they're under investigation mm-hmm. for like a bigger like white collar crime. Right. But then she kind of gets sucked into a way more murdery crime. Mm-hmm. As the story goes on, there was love. There yeah. Was love. I was like, it wasn't too bad. It was. It was actually really good. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I felt kind of bad for it. But things, let's talk about things that should be canceled. <laughs> the one hundred. The one hundred. Okay, you get give me three, and I'll give you three. Ooh, okay. So CW's the one hundred. It's a teen mm-hmm. saga. Mm-hmm. Again, post apocalyptic. There's a theme with me. So yeah. there's a post apocalyptic. The story is set around what happens when Earth was uninhabitable, like a big. I don't know if it's like a nuclear thing or. Something went down. Air got bad. So majority of the Earth population, a.k.a. those who could afford it, mm-hmm. have gone into ships uh, to survive the nuclear holocaust that is happening on Earth. But uh, it's been a hundred, or it's been more than a hundred years. It's been like several hundred years. So there's like a whole new generation of kids that have never seen the planet and have lived in these spaceships. Mm-hmm. They're running out of resources on the ships. They're running out of air. They're running out of food. They're running out of fuel. Right. And they have nowhere to go. So okay. they're testing Earth to see if it's inhabitable again. Preliminary tests show that it might be, but they're scared to like really test it because they don't want anybody to die. Um, but they also are crazy overpopulated because people be peopling. Yeah. So uh, what they do is they take all the bad kids on the ship and decide to put them down there as uh, testing slash punishment. Right. And it's all uh, the one. It's a hundred kids. So they ship a hundred kids down there, and they're basically like, "Good luck. Hope we don't die, so we can all live on this planet because we run out of fuel." Dang. So the kids get down there. Turns out the kids aren't alone on that planet. There's other people who managed to survive this nuclear holocaust by being on the planet, but they have gone complete savage. Yeah, just like it sounds. So they make them, they're basically the embodiment of like, ah, no, I'm going to say it, of like Native Americans. So it's very much like Pilgrim Rock meeting the Native Americans again. Right. And it works out exactly the same way where like the... uh, This sounds like it should be canceled. It's uh, the people that came from the ships are like, we own this place. And the people who have been living there are like, no, no, girl, we've been, we've been here. What you talking about? Mm-hmm. Wars are happening. Infighting is happening. Everybody's trying to figure out how to make this best work with everybody. And then they're also dealing with whatever is happening on the ship. I tuned out after the first season because right. I was like, this is some white people bullshit. It was so dumb. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then it even made more waves because it was one of the few shows that was actually showing uh, a lesbian couple in mm-hmm. a positive light. And they killed the yeah. other lo- the the other girl the other love interest for this girl right because whatever so um this show needs to be canceled it needs to be canceled and and everybody they show who have who has survived on the earth or, mm-hmm. yeah who has survived on earth they are all minorities they're never white people they're either black or they are Hispanic or they are Latina and they're constantly getting killed and these white people keep surviving so I'm like hmm. No, thank you, show. Go ahead and end. Pass. Go ahead so and end. So that should get canceled. Do you have a show? <laughs> um, I would definitely say um, Once Upon a Time. Oh, it got canceled? Oh, it did. Oh, great. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Another show that got canceled that I used to say, you know, I think it used to come on before another show I liked. Uh-huh. Uh, it came on before a Shonda Rhimes show that I liked. Uh-huh. It was called Rosewood. Okay. It starred um, Morris Chestnut. Yes. And I used to be like, okay, so when is the show that's going to get canceled? <laughs> <laughs> going off. Because this show was... <gasps> Damn! It just did not. It really didn't. It just didn't show the right kind of range for him. I love Morris mm-hmm. Chestnut as an actor, I think, mm-hmm. and I actually think he's a really nice man. Mm-hmm. Um, terrible setting. Mm. I just, I did not like what was going on there. Agreed. He was playing a detective, and he had like, um, uh, uh, a Hispanic. I think she was supposed to be playing Puerto Rican, like detective sidekick person. Okay. And they had like tension, but he was actually still married to somebody. Okay. And he was basically cheating on his wife. But it was just wow. There's a lot of things happening. Oh, so wow. It was. It just didn't. It just wasn't good. It just, <laughs> it just felt like it was just kind of play, play thrown together, mixed with a little CSI Miami. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, especially the aesthetic of being in Miami. And, like the over like exposure of the light and everything, so I think that's what they were trying to go with. But ah. <laughs> glad that got canceled. What that else needs can. to be canceled? Is Supernatural canceled yet? No, it's, that's still it going prob- on. Look, listen, I like Supernatural, but like, how much more? They're about to get a spinoff. Oh gosh, it's gonna be and let's know. They're trying to do all women. Listen, okay, that might be okay. Call it something else. No, it's also gonna suck. It's gonna okay. suck. Supernatural can't write for women, first of all. Right. Have you ever watched the series? Yeah. Okay. So you know it's about the brothers. Yeah. It's constantly come under fire because every female character that plays evil, in there, evil or dead, or they dead. kill them off like immediately. Yeah. Like immediately. Right. It's very much women in refrigerators situation. Yeah. I just I don't. So I, just, I really I want it to end. It's, so I, I agree with you. It's okay. been 10 years. It's been 10 That show has been gone on. Years. It feels like Walker, Texas Ranger up in that bitch. But it's you know what? The same group that watched Walker, Texas Ranger is watching this. Supernatural. Life. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. giving me those vibes. Yeah. That mixed with MASH. <laughs> right? It's definitely giving me that vibe. Oh, uh-huh. I wanted to uh-huh. have an honorable mention. There was one show that I loved, mm-hmm. and it was it gave Glee vibes, but it, it it went down after one season. It was called Smash. Oh, okay. Smash uh, was uh, drama behind the scenes and on stage as a team prepares an ambitious Broadway musical on the life of Marilyn Monroe. Mm. It was starring a girl that won uh, a singing competition in Britain. Mm-hmm. And um, I think like uh, one of the Simon Cowell shows or whatever. It's called she, Smashed. Yeah, Smash. Oh, Smash. smash. Mm-hmm. No but, ED. No, no ED. Right. But it was so. It was actually very good. It started and it also started uh, uh, Angelica Houston, mm-hmm. uh, Deborah mm-hmm. Messing. Catherine McPhee was that singer. But yes. She, she won an American. Oh, she won an American yeah. one. Okay, I know she won something. She did, but yeah, okay. she's she's from America. America. Okay. But Simon Cowell was a part of it. Yes. Okay. Yep. I knew it was something like that. She's the she was a runner up for the fifth season of American Idol. Okay. Yes, it was actually a pretty good show. Okay. Um, it started to get slow. Um, at one point, but I it remember was actually, it being boring. It was it was so good for like <laughs> it was it was a, it was a theater kid. Okay. Dream. It got show. two seasons. 
It did? Yeah. It, oh, well, it says only, it only gave me one year here. It, it, cu- it had to cut off like midway through. Probably. It's got 32 yeah. episodes. Yeah, that's kind of sh- And these are American seasons, so that means it was like 22 for one season. Yeah. And then like 10 for the other. Yeah. It ended rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was actually really, really good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I really, I really liked it. Um, the girl who played um, Ivy, mm-hmm. Megan Hitley, she was really... Um, Underrated. Leslie was, Odom Jr. was in the show. This was a really good show. So wet. <laughs> he and he was great. Yeah. Went. I'm saying you really need to watch that show. Wow. It was, you go back and try wow. to see if you can. I mean, the soundtrack alone was bomb. Mm-hmm. Like I ha- actually have it on my phone. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah. So I I wish that could have like worked, but it was one of those shows where I could tell it was gonna cancel one because. It held too many people that that need to work all the time. Okay, you know, you get what I'm saying, like those all star casts. Yes, those those shows to me almost never hold because people got other shit to do. They got yeah. other obligations. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? They're getting pulled every which way, and they could get starring roles in other things. Versus this is more ensemble piece. And Catherine McPhee is really the only, is the really the real lead in this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean. Hats off to her singing capability. Acting was kind of a little subpar. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. <laughs> um, luckily, they made her very ingenuous. They made mm-hmm. her very like, oh yes, I don't know, I, you know, I sing, and you know, but the director really likes her and wants to sleep with her, basically, oh, and boy. so therefore mm-hmm. he puts her to play Marilyn Monroe over a girl that actually looks and sounds <laughs> like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> like, and she was doing all she could, and she actually mm-hmm. she actually looked like Marilyn Monroe. You know, she was a fuller figured person, mm-hmm. which was what Marilyn Monroe looked like. Catherine McPhee is a stick. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So. Better, better, true. Um, I I liked I liked the the highlight that it gave on okay. um, the what makes a Broadway. Nice. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, cool. so that's it for me, Joe. Cool. Well, I mm-hmm. think they should cancel Big Bang Theory. I'm going to go back to my cancellation. <laughs> Big Bang Theory had its moment, but <sighs> it has gone on for Okay, it has been going on. Go ahead long. and end it. Yeah. And none of these characters have actually progressed. Like, I'm, I'm thankful for Big Bang Theory. I'm, mm-hmm. A lot of other nerds will be like, no. But I understand they helped to make nerdum as mainstream as it is. It's they really did. They cool. They opened it up for that. But it has gone on for so mm-hmm. long. Long, yeah. so long, to the point that I can't believe they've made a spinoff called Young Sheldon and that it's doing so well. Ew, young Sheldon is good. <laughs> young Sheldon is good. Don't talk about Young Sheldon. That's a good show. Have you watched it? No, I have not. Oh my gosh, the one that the lady no. that plays the mom like um, responded to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. On yeah. Instagram, I was like, I just love you. I just think you're great. I just can't wait to be where you are. It's just like you're gonna be there, honey. Don't you worry. Oh, I was like, she probably tells this to everybody, but there you go. She probably tells this to everybody. I know, right? She's great though. But no, but no, yeah, it's been on for way mm-hmm. too long. It needs to go ahead and take its little bow. Okay. And get the hell out. Um, and I do you, feel, do you feel that way about modern? Don't say modern family. No, I, okay. You know on. what? I you know I love modern family. I love modern family, but I do feel like they're starting to run on fumes. 
Like the show is the show is still hilarious. I'm gonna keep watching it for as long as they keep airing it. But it definitely feels like they're running on fumes. The kids are all grown up. They're all about to leave the house. Like they're they're kind of struggling for stories. Now, if they want to do a spinoff, cool. Okay. But right now, it kind of feels like a retread on what they did with the earlier seasons. And I know this because I own all the previous seasons and I watch them a lot. I watch them continuously. Okay. So, but my, oh, yeah, yeah, Modern Family is up. It's, they've also been on for like a decade. Oh, yeah, they're one of they're they're reaching friends. Status. They are, and even Friends ran out of material. Like those later seasons got real yeah. thin, real yeah. fast. Yeah. So yeah, I would that's have... a very good description. They're getting thin. Yeah, that's really really great. I like that. See, see, <laughs> learning things, mm-hmm. learning things together. Yeah. So yeah, definitely that show mm-hmm. to go. And I kind of want Riverdale to go. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to go down the way that Vampire Diaries did, where they just kept it no, going for no reason. Go ahead and end it, girl. Like, okay, we got it. Like they, again, I'm not the demographic for it. Understandable, mm-hmm. but they are doing the most with this Archie storyline. The most they introduced. It's like, so dark. Well, I, I oh, just, did they end what you call? I think they ended uh, Pretty Little Liars. They finally did. But yeah, that, that also needed, got that dumb. That needed to get in. That needed to end. That also got dumb really fast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But okay, yeah. So there yeah. you go. That's it, That's for, it me. for me. Yay. Yeah, yeah, if you have any one-hit wonders or uh, on the music side or TV side or shoot, you know, we didn't do anything for movies, but I guess the movies are meant to be one I was going to say, yeah, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> or just big old flops. <laughs> uh, like... Like uh, Wild Wild West style flops. Whoa! You know what? And I love Wild Wild West. I, I love, love and it. I love Wild Wild West but too. It, but it, it was hot garbage. It but was. I loved it, and the music was bomb. So that really kept it alive. That should be another segment where mm-hmm. we just talk about terrible films that we love. That we love. <laughs> so keep that in mind, you guys. For yes. next week. Absolutely. So we might as well go ahead and do our close out here. Yeah, let's go ahead and close it out. All right, well, guys, well, thank you for listening to the POC Podcast. Yeah. You can always find us at thepocpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. We most likely will be in touch with you on these social medias. Yes. Twitter and Instagram, which is the POC Podcast. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook page under the same name. We don't go there, but Not we have really. one. So maybe one day we'll go there. Yeah. Not today. Perfect. Not today. Perfect. You want to email us at all? We do check the email regularly. The mm-hmm. POC podcast at gmail.com. You can yeah. hit us up. Can... I got heard that I heard that our Reddit was went really good. We probably should start doing that more. Oh really? Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, some Reddit ratchetness. Yeah, Reddit ratchetness, coolness. People talking about other people's vaginas. I mean it got it got interesting. I did come across a Reddit, so if you want to do a real fast one. Okay, which one? Uh, they were talking about, uh, like, when you're older, like, what was a good time to finally give it up for sex when you're dating? She was 31. He was 33. They've been on two dates officially up mm-hmm. until that point. Both dates were at the guy's house. Third date, she was like, I'm really concerned. I've got body issues. You know, I mean, we've, we've kissed a little bit, but it hasn't been anything too serious. But I know, like, third date is, like, it's time to put up or shut up kind of situation. Shut up. Who do? Uh, me. <laughs> I'd be shutting that shit down. See, that's, that's, I agree with you. Because also, she's... Well, You're having dates at someone's house? She's Yeah, she's at his house. She's at, does, does he not have enough money to take you out on a date? Suspect. I, okay. I mean, So but, to me, that means that you probably... To me, if, you, if you're asking me out, 
Uh-huh. You don't have money to go on a date, and we're not in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're staying at home. Mm-hmm. Both dates, not mm-hmm. just one, but both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm automatically thinking that you don't have enough money for a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, so even he, if I have my own, my thing is I'm not sleeping mm-hmm. with someone who can't afford a condom. Well, he's got his own place. Okay, that's cute. And apparently, she was cool for the home cooked. Let's stay in and get to know two each other. times. Yeah, two two times. Nobody. Both times. So third time, third date was also going to be at the house. But my thing was like, it could just be me. But like when I hit my thirties, that's when I stopped giving a fuck. Like, yeah. I didn't care. Plus, it has been my experience. Yeah. But once a guy is locked into, oh, sex is happening, they don't care yeah, they don't about care what's about going on at all. No, they don't. They, you about to get naked. They about to see boobs. They about to see a vagina. Like, they don't care at that point. They're mm-hmm. like, whatever. It's like that Cat Williams joke where he's, mm-hmm. he's like, nobody in the history of Eva has ever been like, bitch, is that purple and blue? No. Right. I'm about to call this off. We know. Right. <laughs> no. Exactly. Never happens. Never happens. I always feel like there's a window of opportunity for women mm-hmm. to really get what they want mm-hmm. out of a guy. Mm-hmm. And that's really right before you better sleep. <laughs> See? See? There you and go. If you wanted to go on a nice date, mm-hmm. you need to get that <laughs> If you want to be wine and dine, if you want to be wine and dine, uh, if he's refusing to wine and dine you for real, mm-hmm. that's problematic. Well, right? see, I would have more questions. So, like, if you're cool with just meeting at his house, are you, is this not... I'm thinking she's not looking for relationship. She's looking for buddy. Like, okay. this is somebody that I have a good time with and I can get down with. And that's what I'm thinking. But mm-hmm. To me personally, I feel like mm-hmm. men and women get different things. Okay. times out of sex. Yes, that's true. And so men, for the most part, mm-hmm. can just get their nut off and be good. Like, true. Very uh, true. As long as they get there, that's good. True. For women, it takes a little more to get there. Mm-hmm. One, you know, you want to f- love the whole experience for the most part. Okay. Um, the possibility of you getting that is, even if you're in a relationship sometimes, okay. is not normal. It doesn't happen. It doesn't, and what I'm saying, it doesn't happen every single it's not time. A, it's not a constant. It's I'll not a constant. It's not a constant thing. Okay. I'll give you that. So I'm going to give something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, I want a meal out. I want to dress nice. I want to at least get something out of it because there's a very strong possibility Love that it. I'm not going to get anything out of this sexual encounter. Love it. Well, see, okay, so for me, dinner and stuff is cool. I mean, I'm I'm a homebody, so yeah, I wouldn't have a problem. If he was like, I'm a cookie dinner and we're going to be at the house. That's cool. Mm-hmm. If I don't have to talk Three to people... Times. I'm good with it three okay. times, uh, but also I'm not if I'm not looking for a relationship. If I don't okay. have this, if I'm not trying to mm-hmm. really be with you in a long term sense, mm-hmm. this is fine. Me at your house, whatever, cool. That's whatever. Yeah. Let me get mine, get out. But if we are having sex, I am getting mine, and yeah. I am getting mine every time. That's going to be a constant mm-hmm. for me. Now okay. I have learned that not everybody <laughs> is equipped yeah. to do that for you to mm-hmm. get you that constant. But if you learn how to get that constant for yourself, for yourself then you know how to get there. And yeah. it can become a teaching moment. It can very I'm not much teaching, become... I'm not teaching nobody shit. Listen. <laughs> Listen I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not divulging any information if, I'm, mm-hmm. if you're just a cut buddy. <laughs> if you're just a cut buddy, I'm not divulging any information 
That's fine. Listen, if you are going to be We're getting my... it here, and then that's it. I'm probably not going to talk to you after this. If you're going to be my fuck buddy, I need you to have this information. Because I want to make sure that this buddy system that we got going is copacetic. I don't want it to be one-sided. I'm not coming just because of whatever, whatever, whatever. But we don't have the chemistry. We are meeting for both of us. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not for one person. So this, I will. I will give that info and sounds... be like a little to the left. A little more to the left. No, like that. I will, I will give those tidbits. Oh, that's really good. I'm not divulging any information. <laughs> we, we don't got it off the first hand, and I'm not even trying to be in a relationship with mm-hmm. you or what. What are we doing? I don't know. I feel like it'll ha- it helps with communication training. Okay. I feel. Because nobody's going to be able to jump into anything and just off the bat be like, and I'm going to wow you with this and this and this and this. Because everybody's a little different. Well, no. But that, but that, but that, matters if, that only matters if I like you. That only matters. <laughs> if we are getting down, I'm making sure I'm getting mine. And if yes. that means I've got to tell you how I can get mine, then that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Yes, yes, I'm yes. gonna, I'm going to get the dinner. I'm going to take the dinner <laughs> for $200. <laughs> I want a, I want a nice new experience. Oh, nice. I, I'm so you can at least say. Like, I like to be wined and dined. Whatever else is happening. But, I just. But this salmon. Let me tell you. <laughs> right. That's what I think. Uh, back, back to Paul. Paulie, like, I, I simply am not moist. Right? <laughs> simply not moist. I just. I can't. Right? I was yes. sitting at home next to your uh, cat. <laughs> this meal I'm just I'm not I, especially when I come like your first day you're thinking you're going uh-huh. someplace you dress nice and you're mm-hmm. at somebody's house that has happened to me twice oh. in my life and so I experience. I as soon as that happens uh-huh. I stay there I'm pleasant uh-huh. I lose your number <laughs> I'm like, new phone, who this? Okay, okay. Very interesting. I just don't believe in I Look, I'm, I'm pleasant. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in at-home dates. I just don't. Okay. Especially to me if I feel like, like, mind you, I'm not in, completely inconsiderate. Like, when I was in undergrad, mm-hmm. I ain't had no money, you ain't had no money, but like, we, people working full-time jobs and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You got a family? Why you can't take me? <laughs> you got a Why you can't take me to Applebee's or something? You know what I'm Ooh, saying? I'd rather be at home than eat at Applebee's. Right, I'd rather be at home too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, different strokes, different right. folks. I hear you. I see. You. I see. What I, you know, mean. I, I see. What you mean. I never been taking the Applebee's from the date. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, like at the same time, I'm like. I don't know. New places make me nervous, what? especially if I'm meeting somebody new for the first time. I'm, I can't like, go to their house. I can't. I meet somebody for the first time. I can't go to their home. See, I could go to their home. I can. <laughs> I could do that, and I feel like that would. I would be that nosy person who's like looking at medicine cabinets. It would give me a more complete picture, and I'm seeing this person away from public Mm-mm. view. I went by somebody's. I, I, the person picked me up from the dorm. Think we going somewhere? Mm-hmm. We're going to their home. <laughs> <laughs> To watch Bad Boys 2, <laughs> an old movie, and have uh, drinks. To watch Bad Boys uh, And I walk into a cloud of smoke. Uh, in wow. The roommates are doing smoking weed and looks like other stuff too. Nice. And you're all nice and dressed up. And I'm just like, okay. 
And I was just, uh, girl, I was just sitting there like, this is oh, some no. bullshit. I, I ended up eventually dating him for years. Wow. But not after that. I didn't talk to him for like years. I dated a whole nother person. <laughs> I was a whole nother. I didn't, I didn't end up dating him until after college. Wow. Because wow. of that experience. Mm-hmm. I was like, did you take me to your house <laughs> full of 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 drugs and stuff like that's your first impression. You don't give a shit about me, bro. I'm good. I'm Gucci. He kept calling me. I was like, busy. Busy. Oh man. Same major too. I was like, I'm busy. Nice. Same major too. So he can see you at school. Cool. Busy, bro. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, man. All right. Yeah, yeah, that was our little side. Yeah, that was our little <laughs> side. Some mini Reddit ratchetness. ratchetness. Yes. Otherwise, yes. Otherwise, where can they find you, Shay? They can find me at Shay Cherie Show on Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube. Ooh. You can find me over there. Um, nice. Where can they find you, Joe? They can find me at, uh, or you know what, I already forgot myself. Here we go. There it is. That's what it's called. CurvyGeekyFangirl.com, <laughs> which is my website. I know I haven't posted anything to it in quite some time, but mm. that is okay because it's, go- it's going to happen. I'm going to get right. stuff in there. Catch up, and then she'll be, by the time you finish catching up, she'll have her stuff. Exactly. And of course, I always have new stuff coming out at fanbros.com. So if you guys should check out that website as well, that is for all nerds. And, of course, here at the POC Podcast. Mm-hmm. That is all the places. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, you want to have any final words or anything? Um, no, I'm good, love, enjoy. There you go. <laughs> Hashtag, at least I need dinner. Is what? What it like. <laughs> I at least need dinner. Hashtag, at a and, restaurant. And um, you know who you can take to your house um, three dates in a row? Mm-hmm. Uh, DC staffers that work for the <laughs> That's right. They are they are fiending. So because I because mean. they're out here having a hard <laughs> time. All right. Oh gosh. But I don't is. really care. Do you, Joe? Right. No. 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 As a matter of fact, I might have a thirty nine dollar uh, <laughs> last season Zara coat to right. prove it. To prove that. <laughs> last season. Okay, shade. Just all this shade. Sorry, it's petty. Oh my god. All right, bye, y'all. Bye. (laughs) Have a good week.